Yeah, that shit's crazy though, man. Cause it's like what I was doing. I was trying to, I was trying to, I was trying to fit in. You feel what I'm saying? Cause me coming through a whole white school, I was already a little popular. But that's Word. what they doing is partying. I remember after this one fight, I whooped this white boy ass. This in I, New Orleans? No, nah, this is in Orlando. Oh, bro. okay. This word, is in word. Boom, boom. High school, man. Word. But just that lifestyle, man. Of, of if you ain't doing that, you're not in the in crowd. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. man, fuck it, bro. I was, I'm, I'm, I'm that nigga. I might, might as well. It shit added up, though, bro. Yeah. It, and motherfucker, it really, it really, really added up. And now me not having to eat a Xanax in like four, five years, it's crazy because I know dudes who still going through that shit. You know, they on the blues now. They hit heroin. They doing crack. I'm like, wow. I was I was right there with y'all a couple years ago, which sadly is honestly, it's the only way that that path usually takes. After that, it's the only scary shit. This is scary. That's that's the fucked up thing, bro. This is scary shit, though. They calling me. They calling me. Yeah, man, that shit's scary. This is scary shit. The scary shit is this, is that we literally as a people, we would think like, yo, the suburbs or the suburban area is the place we would want to live and raise. What? Bro, what I learned is no, it's not. Because when I was in the slums and in the hood, I would never get access to that. When I moved to like the DMV, when I moved to the DMV, bro, it was all day long. That's why I I blessed my mom. I'm like, I'm blessed she took me out of New Orleans and took me out of the hood and and put me around all these people I'm around. But at the same time, she, she told me, I took you from New Orleans for you wasn't around drugs. Lo and behold, it still came in my motherfucking life regardless. Put, it right, was gonna happen. Yep. It was gonna happen regardless. But now I was on the user side of it instead of being New Orleans, being the drug dealer side I of it. That. Fucking heavy. Oh, you yeah. feel what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. We're so happy that you downloaded. Yo, 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 what's going on out there, world? How we doing and shit? Welcome to Steezy's Trap House. This is your boy, Steezy, and it is show motherfucking number 284. You already know what it is. We out here in this bitch. It is a beautiful Sunday in Orlando, and god damn it if I'll say it's too fucking hot out here for October. This shit needs to stop. We need to pray to whatever gods above us to get this shit. I don't know if it's the rain gods, if it's the heat gods. It's some, it's somebody that we need this shit to stop now. I'm saying this is an abomination in October. I need some fucking cool weather. I need to wear long sleeves, my peoples. I need to wear light jackets in October. I agree. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Jesus. Just give me some love out here, people. Give me some love. It is show 284. It is your boy, Steezy. And, of course, you know I would not be doing this without an esteemed guest in the trap house. And this is the first time I've... I definitely... I said this before, the podcast. I definitely should have done this episode a while ago, I feel like. Definitely should have happened, you know, but it is what it is. Today's the day. It is. We have a human being of many talents, and I must say the aura is strong. The aura is strong. And honestly, the last thing I'm going to do to hype this person up potentially has one of the best names I've ever heard. Like, <laughs> in the house, Let in, know. in the motherfucking <laughs> trap house today, we got Gay Z in this bitch. Yay. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm in the trap house, y'all. I'm glad your enthusiasm <laughs> met my enthusiasm. Yes. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. I'm glad to hear that. Please uh, shout out how people can find your content, your social media, anything along those lines. And um, you can get even closer to that microphone. Okay. Yes. Uh, um, Instagram, Twitter, and SoundCloud are all C-A-B-Y-U-S. My name is Cabayas, but my creative name is Gazy. And those are my handles, and that's an easy find. C A B Y U S. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. You can find all the lovely mixes over there. Mixes, photos, memes, all of it. <laughs> <laughs> all the associated internet things. Yes, essentials. <laughs> indeed, indeed. You can find the Trap House on social media: Twitter at Steezy Trap House, Instagram at STH Show. Like the Facebook page, join the Facebook group, all that nonsense, you know, keep it moving and whatnot. You can download, subscribe to the show for free, as always, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, any of those lovely services. And while you're there, people at home, while you're listening to me say this right now, go on ahead, go on your Apple Tunes store, because most of you people are listening on iPhones. Go on the Apple Tunes, the little podcast thingy that you're listening to me speak on very right now very right now that's not a that's not a real <laughs> sentence and go to the steezy trap house page please leave us a five-star review and a lovely rating or a five-star rating and a lovely review whichever way you want to look at that and do those things because it helps us more than you know so while you're listening to me talk bullshit right now it only takes you 20 seconds to tap those little five stars give me four stars give me two stars i don't even care just <laughs> something put yeah put something there anything <laughs> i'm saying and you can support the show if you would like by using our Amazon link underneath any of the podcast posts in the shittiest website known to man, com. You can find our Amazon link. Anytime you use that to buy some shit off Amazon, they kick us some money back from your purchase, and it doesn't cost you anything extra whatsoever. You buy the same shit you're going to buy already for the exact same price, and I get a little, little percentage of that. You know, help your boy out, yeah. you know? Come Damn, on. I didn't even know they did that. <laughs> it's not a... I think that they stopped the program, but the people that were in it before get, like, oh. grandfathered in. Damn, yeah, that's good. I know. I'm still I'm still 80%. out here. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm still out here making, uh, you know, uh, $80 check every two years, so... <laughs> I thought you were going to say every two weeks. I was like, damn. <laughs> no, I th- <laughs> uh, the first. No, I wish. The, yeah, the first one I got was, I think, $84 and some change. And that was after like two and a half years. Wow. You so. really put in work. I mean, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out here. You know, it's a lot of Amazon purchases. Proud so. of you. <laughs> Coming up. Um, and it's funny because they don't release the money to you until it hits a certain amount. So. I hate when companies do that. So I haven't seen a second check since <laughs> yeah, then. Like, I apparently uh, you I, gotta reach. It's <laughs> like a maximum of eighty bucks. Yeah, I'm assuming it's eighty something. Anything. Yeah, it's gotta be. Damn. Well, I, you'll get there. Twenty twenty. They hate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, twenty twenty. We out here. Come Years on. Change. We're making a presidential run, and we're gonna get that second Amazon check. Hell yeah. You already know. Trap house for president. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so use that Amazon link, definitely. And also use our Represent site if you want to buy yourself a Trap House t-shirt. Go to represent.com slash store slash STH show. Buy yourself a blouse if you'd like or a a bibby for your toddler, you know, any of those things with a, a nice Trap House logo emblazoned on it. So, you know, your child can grow up feeling 
You know, like they exist, like they they matter in this corporate ass America that we live in. You know, put a logo right on them as soon as they come out of the womb. Teach them young. Yeah, come on, and just make that logo a trap house logo. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Yes. And the last but not least, if you have any questions for the show, if you have any voice notes that you'd like to record on your phone and send them over to the show, email them over, steezystraphouse at gmail.com. I will answer any of those things on the show. I can play your voice notes on the show as well and make fun of whatever dumb shit you said on said voice note. And I still haven't gotten any of these requests for, you know, I want people to roast the fuck out of me on these voice notes. I've been telling people to do this shit. None. Nah, everybody, everybody too pussy to try me. That's what it is. They don't want this smoke. Everybody likes you. I, I guess, I guess. Or they just don't want the smoke. I think that's what it is. Yeah. But One or the two. But see, the way that I want this to go down is I don't want to listen to it beforehand. So when I play it on the show, it'll be first time for yeah. me and my guests. Damn. Yes, exactly. So it could potentially, you know, completely end my day. True. Or or I could just trash them completely because they were okay, whack. I'll send you a voice note so you get something. Yes. Maybe that'll get the momentum going. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. See, I've had a couple people say this, though. A couple people haven't pulled through on this. You oh, know what I'm saying? oh, damn. Now I got to do it. Oh, uh-huh, <laughs> yeah. I'm saying. I'm saying. <laughs> and, yeah, if you like any free stickers as well, hit me up, DM me, email me, whatever. I will send you one free Trap House sticker to your address. And I've got stickers sent sending out tomorrow, I believe. I think I said that a few episodes back, and I didn't do it, and I apologize. But I've got extra stickers coming for you people that have been waiting. All you people that are sending me sticker requests now, after this, though, it's still one sticker. <laughs> you're you're not special. Those other people are special. Sorry. I know it. I know it. So, my friend, how are you today? Pretty well. Um, A little stressed. I rode a line bike, and I didn't lock it. <laughs> and somebody out there is riding a bike right now off of my dime, but <sighs> not for long. Oh, we man. don't take care of it. <laughs> I'm gonna be checking my phone a little bit during this, but I like, it's all good. I like, yeah, I like how we were chilling. We, I made like a cup of tea for both of us. You know, I'm we were we were cooling, like having some conversation. Cooling out. Meanwhile, somebody found the bike and is gone right now. And I don't know where they are. I can't even see it on the map. The like, worst that's part. Crazy. The worst part about it is like you found this out pretty much like five ten minutes before we started. <laughs> I was like, why is Lime Bike giving me notifications? I'm like, I'm done. I parked the bike. What's good? And then, yeah. They're like, don't forget to lock it. I'm like, wait. Oh, shit. That's never happened. But you know what? It's all good. Hopefully, they they get to their destination and I can be reimbursed because I got the receipts on when I was supposed to lock it. See, I haven't utilized the Lime Bike yet, and I feel like... Okay, so what is the locking mechanism like? Like, I don't even... I feel like they should automatically lock, like, maybe 20 seconds after you park it. I'm like, here's a, here's an idea for the next bike service. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you basically, on the back wheel, there's, like, a little latch that you just pull down, and that locks it. Okay. How do they expect, like... I'm not saying you were drunk at this time because it was 12 or was 1 o'clock. You know, I was oh, trying to recover. Fair. <laughs> fair. But how do they expect somebody that's absolutely shit-faced drunk at, like, 3 in the morning to remember to do that? Exactly. And not. why not do it for them after can, 20 seconds? I can tell you right now, if I'm shit-faced drunk, that's not happening. It's, it's true. It's not yeah. going to happen. 
And that's clearly not happening while I'm sober either. So <laughs> here we go. <laughs> here we are. I hope I'm not going to be charged. Just, I'm going to go. I'm going to throw this out there also. I'm not condoning people, you know, riding bicycles drunk as hell because you can't yeah. get a DUI for that. Yeah, you shouldn't do that anyway. As a person who has, uh, who has you know, been arrested for a Dewey in the past, you know, don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> no. Oh, I like what you did there. Oh, that's, that's fair. I see you're, uh, you're doing a little hair of the dog as well. I got my white claw on dick. I'm like, I need it now. I'm like, shit. After this, I need a shot of tequila or something. Goddamn. I'm like, how am I going to get home if they're still riding it? I was going to ride one of those back. But I'm like, if I'm still being charged, I don't think it works like that. Damn. Crossing fingers that they stop before this is done. (laughs) No. I can go home. (laughs) That's frustrating, honestly. But you know what? That's my karma because I literally saw that someone didn't lock their bike last night and... I could have helped them out, so... Not even 24 hours later. Not even a whole day. I'm like, <laughs> damn, like 12 hours later, it's like, okay, so here you go. <laughs> life damn. life just gives you this fat L. I do all these good things for myself and the planet. I give people music to dance to, and this is what I get because <laughs> I didn't do it for them. Uncultured, okay. uncultured swine. It's okay. That's what it is. I'll be fine. That's what it is. I will make it through this. <laughs> I was telling, I was telling you before this. I took a couple, couple fat L's myself last night. Was, yeah, you know, as well. So yeah, right, I'm right like, there with is you. this? This is not how the week is gonna go. I'm like, I know it's Sunday. This is supposed to. I'm putting it out there that this is only a minor step back for a major comeback. Yes, exactly. After this, exactly. <laughs> literally but we'll see i've been telling myself the same thing and i'm uh, still hoping for that to come through yeah well we're recording we are we have our vocal cords to do this podcast today so this let's celebrate that very true very <laughs> true i honestly had to take off last week from doing a podcast because uh orlando city had their last home game and i am uh, a little fervent of a fan i guess you could say could go into a frenzy at times okay. if uh, let's say the team isn't doing well yeah, we all have our things. And let's let's just yeah, exactly. Let's just say maybe, you know, they ended the the season at home with a 5-2 loss and I be- <laughs> exactly. And I may or may not have uh, you know, screamed my voice out at the game. <laughs> See? Not great. Happens, <laughs> yeah, but you got it back. Exactly. And, um I think I literally just got my voice back yesterday. Like damn. Fully. Yeah. Wow. It, it was bad. It was bad. <laughs> Just and you know what? Hey, we're gonna leave that back where it is. Exactly. I'm, like, I'm not gonna ask you any further questions about how you feel. Well, I'll tell you how <laughs> I like, feel. <laughs> but if you want to, well, no. See, honestly, I feel like the main reason of why I got so angry at the situation was maybe just because our tailgate tradition is usually to kill a, a 750 of Jameson before every match. So. And may or may did. not <laughs> may or may not have had something to do oh with God, it I'm assuming that's what you did and, and my anger <laughs> at the time yeah it's just uh you know at least my anger was just displaced towards the team yeah what? i mean i don't know much about sports but that sounds pretty heartbreaking it wasn't great you know especially but in a drunk state of mind it's it just like, it just makes me realize also like man i really really gotta calm down <laughs> <laughs> Like really, yeah. just gotta take a step back. Take it as a learning experience, yeah. even though you got fucked up last night. But different <sighs> reasons. But that one was weird because it's like so we both we were talking about this before the show started. People at home and we both got somehow fucked up last night. Yeah, well, in I our think own way. <laughs> I think you I think you had a little more to drink than I did. I did because I honestly only had 
maybe four beers last night, but the first two were a certain type, and then the third was a certain type, and the fourth was the the knockout punch. It was the real deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you said you just went in yesterday. I just went in. It was pride. You know, I got to be prideful. Which I'm very <laughs> envious of because pride is usually a very good fucking time. Yeah. Too. I'm gay and shit, so I wanted to go and like celebrate that. So. Oh, couldn't tell by the name. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some people don't know. And I'm like, but yeah. It's literally That's another Im- story for a different time. But I'm fair. like, um, yeah. So I went to pride and had several white claws. Um Patron spilled in my bag and see that just hurts. Yeah. But I had Jose is it Cuervo? I don't I'm bad with words. Wait, but you ha- had Patron and Jose on you at the time? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you went into this knowing what you were doing. Yeah, like I kinda like I left home, I was like, you know what you're doing is fucked up, but <laughs> you're gonna do it anyway because it's pride. We're and going on an adventure today. Right, literally that so it was worth it. I didn't even really have too much of a hangover today. I, you know, I just had a little something. I had to hydrate, did that, and now I'm still paying for a line bike. And yeah. but it's okay. It is okay because it's, it's more mental pain than physical pain, right? Right. Now. And I don't have much balance on my line account anyway, so I'm like, it'll be straight. Wait, anyway. I didn't even know that. Like, oh, so you have like to set up an account with this? Yeah, set up an account. I got to put balance and money on it, all of that. So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna let go and I'm gonna give it to higher power right Wait, now. Wait, so if you run out of money while you're riding, does the bike just stop? I have no idea because it should have ran out of money. Like I didn't even think I was gonna make it here. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I thought I had like a dollar and some change. They're really cheap rides, so I'm like, chances are this person's gonna charge me like ten dollars, but still. God damn. The principle of the fact is. God damn. That's ten dollars for like a pub sub. Okay. Facts. Okay, or Facts. a drink. <laughs> yes yes indeed a case of white claw the six yes pack. indeed but okay i have to ask because i have not like really had too many white claw experiences and yeah. the first one that i had i think is everybody's white claw experience where you just start pounding them because <laughs> yeah, they're so easy to put down and mm-hmm. next thing you know you're wasted like True. absolutely shit-faced i can't remember my first white claw but i didn't I didn't take them back. I was just like, this doesn't taste like anything. I was like, this is horrible. I'm like, I'm going to stick to whiskey. My dark shit. That's the type of person that I used to be. I feel like as of late, I've been very much so like White Claw, Margarita, very on the light side nowadays. Okay, fair. But Maybe I should take a, a page out of your book. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, also, you you dove right into it. You got fucked up immediately. Yes. But you didn't continue, so you haven't had too much experience. I like them, especially as a um, a summer drink, beach days. It's like the perfect refreshment because it's not like, it's not too heavy. It's like, it's kind of like water, but it's I definitely not. see the appeal for sure. Yeah, but it's also not for everybody. Maybe. I haven't had a, I haven't really had bad times with White Claws. True. I just know that first time. I know to respect the white claw. Now. Oh, okay. So you respect it. I just thought yes. maybe you didn't get it, but I was like, Oh no, oh, no, okay. no, no. Uh, after that first, I mean, I used to talk shit about it before that first time. And I, I went to go do someone else's podcast. They invited me on and all they had to drink was white claws. And I was like, you know what? You know, what? I'm, I'm going to get over my elitist you know high horse today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I, I want to drink, you know, I want to enjoy myself with the, with the bros. And then, 
Whew, I got like I think I drank three or four of them in like an hour and a half. That that'll do lot. it. That'll mm-hmm. do it. Yeah, and that'll do it. And they have jumbo sizes now at Seven Eleven. What? Two, two for six dollars. In case what? you didn't know, yeah. Is a jumbo size like a? What it's is just like two like times Ari- the size of the regular one? Okay, I'm thinking like an Arizona can or something. Kind of. Oh my god! They're about the same size. That's dangerous. Yeah. I love it though. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I might get one after this. Um, and this episode is not sponsored by White Claw, but I, I wish it was. Maybe next week. Yeah, you know, White Claw, hit your boy up <laughs> for real. What's good? I'm like, that's one good thing that the white people really put me on. I was like, you know what? I love it. I didn't even know about White Claw until my white friends put me on. And I was <laughs> like, I was like, you know what? No. But then after a few tries, I was like. Yes, like this is really it. I can really just get fucked off so much. Yes, off of that, it's the wave, and I feel like I just heard about it like a few months ago. I'm like, where did these drinks come from? Damn. Okay, so I've known about it for a little bit because there's actually a a much much bigger podcast in town that is sponsored by White Claw. Oh, because they got on like they were on the White Claw tip like way way before it blew the fuck up. It's crazy. I'm like, I didn't. I feel like I don't even notice these drinks until. Maybe somebody puts me on, then all of a sudden I see them all the time, and yep. everybody's drinking. And I'm like, where have I been? Yeah, <laughs> Four Loco was that one for a while. Oof. Oh boy, I, oh boy. I don't have any experiences on Four Loco, but Oof, I heard stories. Man, and <laughs> it really got people addicted to Four Loco. I feel like that's scary. <laughs> My homie, uh, I don't know if you've ever met him. Uh, he used to live here in Orlando. Frankosaurus Fresh. He was a DJ uh, here for a while, but he used to, (laughs) man, this is crazy thinking about it. He used to drive around with at least one pallet of Four Loko in his trunk at all times, if not two pallets. That's dangerous. I know. So we're talking like, (laughs) what? Somebody stop this man. (laughs) That's like 24, 48 Four locos or something like that. Why would anybody want to do that to themselves? I've never even tried it, but I'm like, from what I hear, I'm like, just keep it away from me. It was a monstrous drink. Well, it's not like what it was before because they took all the crazy shit out of it. Be- yeah. Because it was getting people so fucking turnt. True. They had to tone back the uh, <laughs> tone back the mixture a bit. It's pretty insane, honestly. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, when you literally are getting people too fucked up. Yeah. But honestly, I'm okay with the fact that I missed that wave. It's fine. I'm on the White Claw Wave, so. The White Claw Wave seems to be a pretty good one. Yeah. I'm Zero like, calories, right? I wonder how they're going to step it up. There's always something where they, like, kick it up a notch, so I'm excited. Wait, how many calories is in a White Claw? Um, Let's see. I said zero. There's 100. There's 100. No, that's not terrible. That's not bad. I don't no. calorie count, so I'm I don't not really a, care. I'm not a count. <laughs> yep, right there with you. Definitely like, not one I of those I do people. look at sugar, and it's only two grams of sugar, so that's cool with me that's too. not bad at all i don't really care about that either but i'm like i try to like watch out the some things yes i'm on my sugar shit so i'm like let me watch my intake of sugar i'm right there with you I even though right i don't really watch it i'm just like i'm just looking at it like oh, okay cool how does that work with margaritas then because i know you just said that you're you're big on margaritas now yeah the margaritas i buy don't put the amount of sugar on the label so i'm like whatever but i know <laughs> it's i know it's sweet as shit and i know i'm like doing my self a disservice but i okay. love margaritas so. see since you said originally that you were a whiskey person i don't understand as a whiskey person how you made the jump to tequila because tequila fucking ends me yeah my god 
I don't know how I did it either. I think it's because I just started doing White Claw more and then I started drinking vodka more. But I was like, I'll stick with the White Claw. And then I was like, but I kind of miss tequila. I feel like tequila was something I did when I first did like, or turned, when I first did 21. But when I first turned 21, um, I did tequila a bit, but then I got on the whiskey and I was like, I didn't really have too much experience on it. But whiskey will just get you there. It just gets you there quick. It does, and I, I like just love the way it makes me feel when I drink. Like, like tequila. Oh, what? But the the warming of your yeah. When it goes, t- oh, I yeah. can just feel it. I can feel the hairs coming up on my chest. <laughs> yes, just feel grown drinking whiskey. All thirty six of my hairs on my chest right. are happy when I yeah, drink whiskey. All twelve of mine are like. <laughs> They're like, oh, well, I hope we get a new friend soon. They want more hair. But, uh, um, well, are your twelve hairs like in a in a patch at least? Because mine are just spread out. So no, it's they're not even like they're like literally in the center. They stick together. So that's nice. At least that's nice. Yeah, it's nice to have a little group. You got a soul patch. Yeah, <laughs> I've just got like a smattering of. Uh, Damn. I don't know. It's not. It's not great. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> it's sparse down there. Yeah. It's okay. One day. Well, hopefully, you know. Hopefully. hopefully I don't know how this shit works, so I'm a pretty barren person. Yeah, there's yeah. not much hair on me. No, I feel you, but yeah, I I still like whiskey. Sometimes I order it without thinking, and I'm like, oh, I meant to get something else, but it's okay. Tequila is just the bane of my existence. Like <laughs> I have, I've had great times in tequila, but it always ends with me doing something incredibly stupid. Yeah. Very stupid. That's the fun of it. But I didn't do anything <laughs> stupid yesterday. Um, you had to think. I did something <laughs> stupid today. Thinking about it for a I second there. I'm like, I wasn't even drunk when I left the bike online. I'm like, I'm going to stop talking about that. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, damn, I really fucked up. But it's okay. Shouts out to Pride Parade, though, because I had to work yesterday and I did not get to go. And that made me sad. Yeah, it looked great. I won't explain why I didn't see it, but it looked like a bomb ass time. And overall, I love the energy of Pride and... Just, yeah, thankfully the weather was pretty cooperative and it wasn't summer heat, but it's still heat, it's still Florida. Um, yeah, it was chill. And the fireworks were really cool. Damn it, man. Yeah, fireworks. I just love fireworks. You can't, yeah, exactly. You can't go wrong <laughs> with fireworks. I was like, all. damn, it's like little comets coming at us right now. We're just <laughs> looking at them. It was amazing. I love it. Shout out to the LGBTQ+. Damn right. <laughs> so, my friend, where are you from originally? Um, I'm originally from Mississippi. Oh, Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Bible I, Bell area. Yeah, literally that. <laughs> um, I, I feel you. I'm from Pensacola, so. Oh, yeah. You, get you already, it. you already know. You get it. Coming to Pensacola from Mississippi was always like luxurious, and then I moved to Orlando, and I was like, damn, like I really used to enjoy Pensacola when I was gonna say. So <laughs> Like Shit. that's kind of sad. Yeah, we used to go to like Pensacola. Pensacola. Um, what's the other beaches down there? Or Destin. Destin. I was like, not Daytona. Destin is the fire beach. Yeah. Destin is probably, uh, probably my favorite beach in Florida. Really? Because it's just like, I mean, Clearwater is up there too. Clearwater is great. Clearwater is beautiful, but it's like Destin. Man, I don't. I don't know because Destin, you get that you get like the white sand as well still because it's on the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah, and you get the clear water to True. see through. Like, no, wow. we love Destin and we did love Pensacola, but I really didn't know shit. I was just like, well, I'm not in Mississippi, so and it wasn't that long of a drive. That's fair. Yeah, but yeah, I'm from Jackson. I've lived 
in Jackson, but also in just random areas around central Mississippi or the capital area. Because I don't know if Jackson is central. Not good with geography, but yeah. I used to play. Uh, like I used to be on a traveling soccer team, and we go play tournaments in Jackson. Mm-hmm. Those are the only times that I was in Jackson. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, Jackson is a good place. I, you know, I grew up there, so that's my stomping grounds. I love where I'm from, but I, yeah, I'm glad to not be there anymore. I to feel say that. the least. Yeah. You know, I feel like for most people, that's usually how it goes. Yeah. Especially if you're, I don't know how, is Jackson kind of a more city type? Because it, isn't it the capital, Mississippi? It's the capital, but. Um, Still more rural, I'm like, right? define city, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, there's buildings. That's a, that's how there, I think about Pensacola, yeah. There's a downtown. Pensacola is technically a city, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> but the bulk of, like, what you need and things to do is in Jackson, and I actually graduated from Terry High School, which is about, I know I used to live in Terry, Mississippi, which is about, I think, 30 to 40 minutes away. Um, and Shouts Terry, to Terry. Yeah. <laughs> Bulldogs, class 2012. <laughs> um, but even with just like uh, living in Terry, that was more of like definitely not a city. It was definitely the high school, two gas stations, a neighborhood, a weird, ghostly-looking downtown area. But it wasn't like it was more of like a town, not even a downtown. Just like a little. It looked like just it to me, just like old and village type places. And it was literally one street of that, and then the rest of it was just houses. Oh, and they had a Dollar General too. Word. So you were in Mississippi your whole life then before mm-hmm. moving to Florida? Yeah, till I was 18 and then finessed my way into Florida and thought I was going to do some shit at Full Sail and then I dropped out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's crazy because coming here, I was like, wow, I'm going to Full Sail. And then when I left Full Sail, I was like, damn, like this school is so expensive. And then just as like I started meeting people, more doing more local things in Orlando that's when I realized like damn I kind of played myself going to full sale but it also brought me to Florida so facts I'll give them that and they did help my creative vision a little bit but I've heard that a lot from people that go to full sale too because it's yeah. just you know it's like a double-edged sword with that yeah it's like damn like I'm gonna owe y'all probably till I'm dead but yeah um but then it's like there are like you know there are the few people that have went on to do crazy ass yeah. shit after full sale exactly i've i mean i went for digital art and i didn't really i'm like i still do graphic design but my main thing isn't even that anymore but i appreciate the skill set because i'm like that's just another hat i can wear facts and something else i can do with my life so yeah full sale is what got me here Word. and i just moved here and i find it interesting that you're from like a more rural area like myself because i've been in orlando for 10 years now and it's you know like as you were just saying as well like i'm sure it was a culture shock for you moving here yeah because i was like you know like i'm from pensacola apparently you thought pensacola was dope like i thought that (laughs) shit was whack (laughs) yeah no i was like damn we're going to pensacola cool (laughs) like sunlight beach it's interesting cool. now. I just went back to Pensacola 
for my 10-year high school reunion, which is something to say. God damn, I'm getting old. Yeah, that's scary. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's coming up. Mine is coming up, too. It's yeah. coming up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not ready. But uh, I went back. That was like my first time going back in six years because mm. I don't have any family there anymore. So it's, you know, I don't really have that much of a desire to drive seven hours. Yeah. The fact that you did it for that, I'm like, yeah. I think about mine sometimes. I'm like, mm, I don't know if that's worth the trip home right now. But I definitely we'll had see. that thought. <laughs> I definitely had that thought many times as it was coming up. But the more I thought about it, the more I realized, like, I may have neglected some of my old friends from Pensacola, like people that I really, really loved. And, yeah. And going back, like, it was... Pensacola's kind of popping now. Okay. I'm not going to lie. Damn. Yeah, no, I'm definitely going to go to mine because it's not like I have beef with anyone or anything like that. I'm like, that was so long ago. I forget I even went to high school sometimes. Facts. <laughs> but, um, Yeah, no, I definitely feel like it'll be pretty great and nostalgic to just see the people that you went to school with. And yes. You spent like so much ch- or so much of a chunk of like life with these people. Yes, like, like your whole yeah. adolescence growing up with them. Yeah, but I'm only friends with one of them. <laughs> I feel but like that. still best friends with um my friend from middle school. Shout out to Maya. She lives in Korea now. South Damn. Korea. Yeah. All right. Not north south. <laughs> Big Tings Din. Yeah, for sure. That's what's up. Yeah, she's doing her thing. But yeah, I'll definitely be at mine. It'll oh. be here in twenty twenty two. Yeah, but what I was getting at was that it's interesting that you have like the rural background as well, because I feel like as opposed to people who grow up in the city, we mm-hmm. kind of have a more we kind of have a more uh what's the word I'm looking for? I feel like a more complete view of the country almost. Yeah. Because you see like all types of life in a more rural area. Like exactly. you see you see the more blue collar people like the yeah. Yes, yeah, definitely. Yeah, even like when I go home, but it's also like you see those type of people, but then you also get to kind of appreciate being able to take it easy sometimes Facts. and like longer drives like when I got here I wasn't really used to things being so local. Like, I live not far from you, but being able to just walk to the grocery store or walk to a bar, like, yeah, or just going to the mall, and it's not a 45-minute drive. It's only 20 minutes or 15 minutes, depending on where you're at. But things like that or just theme parks being a few or, like, 20, 30 minutes away, um, it's crazy, like, going home. And even being in Terry, um, wanting to go to the mall, like they don't have a mall in Terry. You guys drive like forty five minutes, or even just Walmart, which it's like even that. I think they have a Walmart close to Terry now, but even that was like still thirty forty five minutes. It was crazy, but um, yeah, I appreciate both aspects of my life. It's a and different type of character building for yeah. sure. Yep. Um. Which is why, like, obviously Mississippi is kind of trash, but <laughs> I don't, like, ever knock where I'm from. And because my family is all, everybody's there. And, like, it also made me who I am today. So it's like, I can call it trash, but it's also like, I see the beauty in it, too. Exactly. That's how I feel about Pensacola. Exactly. It's a, it's a special kind of trash. Yeah. Located. Special trash. Located, <laughs> like, half of it in my heart and half of it, like, in my bowels. Oh, yeah. Right. I'm like, <laughs> I've been here seven years, and I said I would rather go broke and be on the street before I go back to Mississippi. Facts! But um, that's not going to happen. So, but I've already made that plan. Like, as soon as I moved here, I was like, mm 
I would be on the street before I just like went back home. Yeah, so we're not going back. I don't figure out how are we gonna get this for money. <laughs> so what did you uh, what did you do as a kid like growing up? Um, what kind of nothing. shit? Nothing. <laughs> I'm like I was definitely like an outdoorsy kid, but I wasn't like uh wasn't really too social. I'm like I would go to school and go home and be on the internet and I. Like, had neighborhood friends, but I was mostly, like, at home. I'm just, and I'm still a homebody, too. I'm, like, still learning how to be a social butterfly. But as a kid, I mean, the most I feel like I did as far as hobbies was being banned. And I feel like I just did that because I was like, I want to do something. So I joined band when I was, like, 10. What'd you play? Trumpet. Oh shit! I was really good too. Okay, I was very much so at the top of. You were styling. I was styling. Yeah, there weren't too many black uh, trumpets in our band or trumpeteers, whatever we're called. Um, so yeah, I was up there when I was doing it. I was like, hell yeah, I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna be good at it. Never practiced, but somehow I still like finessed my way throughout um, my whole time doing it, and I did that from. Uh, grade school till I graduated. Damn. Yeah. So I don't know much about band, but I do know there's a there's like the first chair thing. Were you? Like, oh yeah. I was gonna were... say I was first chair, but I didn't oh, know. If you knew shit. Like how shit was. Oh shit. Oh shit. Yeah. Till I got to high school, then that was it was a different ball game. But I was still oh, gotcha. like at least, um, my first two years I was at least like top ten, and then my last two years I was like top seven. I think my last year I was like top five. So that was still cool because hey, I still there? was. Still wasn't practicing, still wasn't like giving a fuck outside of being at school, but I was like, I'm good, so whatever. I feel that. And after that I let it go. <laughs> I, I was feel like, that. This is this is cute for a moment, but yeah, I'm on. <laughs> I'm off that now. That's interesting though. So have you ever thought about picking it back up though, maybe? Sometimes I do think about it, but um not often. Like sometimes I'll pull it out and I'll play and I'll be like, I don't really care. Oh, I you still like, have one? Yeah. I still have it. Um but I, yeah, I don't really, I don't play it much. I feel like it's just like a sentimental value. Like, I did that before. I feel that. And I can pick it up if I wanted to. I feel that. But I won't. <laughs> I need to get back into playing piano because that's where I fucked up. Yeah, that's a, I wish I knew how to play piano. <sighs> I'm classically trained and I stopped, I know, and I stopped <laughs> playing. You're yeah. like, I'm classically trained. Well, my, that, that was my, I've talked about it on the show a bunch before. My problem was when I was getting into my teenage years, I was I'd already been playing I think for like six or seven years, something like that. It's all classical music. Yeah. So yes. at this point I'm instead of thinking like, Oh, I don't wanna play this music anymore, I should just play music that I like I was like, I don't wanna play this music anymore. Fuck my parents, fuck everybody, I'm just gonna Damn. stop playing altogether. Yeah. You know, teenage angst type shit. Yeah, I feel it. We and all had it. Now looking back, I'm just like, God damn it, man. Yeah. I mean, sometimes like when I think about how I dropped out of college, um oh, I'm right I'd be like, damn, <laughs> what if I like the only reason I went to full sale was to leave home, but I was like, damn, what if you would have just stayed, got a little graphic design degree at one of those colleges and, you know, had that band scholarship. I'm like, what would you be doing? But I'm okay with where life is now. I'm like, I'm fucking thriving in many other areas. So big facts. That's cool. But big facts. Yeah, I did band mainly because I just wanted something to do and wanted something to like push my mind with. But yeah, I was on the internet, especially once I got into like middle school, and yeah, I was just like 
super obsessed with uh, learning how to do graphic design, like photoshopping. And I was just doing design work for my own pleasure. Word. And I learned how to make, and I just got inspired from just random things I was seeing, like on what social sites was I on? I'm like, I don't think they exist anymore, but no. I was on Facebook. I like a lot about my age to be on Facebook just so I can like be with my, add my friends and uh, family. Like we all had, we were like, oh, we're 17. I think you had to be like 17 or 18 to be on Facebook then. I think so, yeah. Um, So I was like, yeah, my sister's on here. My older sister, I was like, I want to see what's going on. So I added her, my family members. Is there even an age requirement for Facebook now? I don't, I don't think so. Like yeah. at some point, like I could never change my age on Facebook because they used to not let you do that. So I was like, uh, it's showing up that I'm like 26 and really I'm finally 18. <laughs> and I'm just like, damn, can I like change my age now? But um, yeah, I was on Facebook. I was on fan forums um because i was super obsessed with just like pop girls and that type of shit i was i actually was like as soon as youtube started that's how old i am <laughs> but i remember when youtube started and like that became a thing and um just learning about or not learning but being able to watch music videos i used to make fan made videos and shit just compiling videos and little random mixes even then i was mixing music it didn't sound great but i was just still doing that type of shit graphic design all of it just because i didn't have any interest in doing anything else besides being at home and being on the computer i feel that yeah well that kind of brings me into my next question then so Mm -hmm. what kind of music were you hearing growing up because you're just mentioning that at that point you were already making mixes so what kind of music was being played in the house oh as you were growing up a lot of things uh my mom definitely raised me on like mariah carey and the goat (laughs) the goat my queen and yeah my older sister was also very much so into more rap and she was really the reason why i like listened to a lot of like rappers like jeezy and boosie and wayne i'm like i'm from mississippi so that's we were in new orleans a lot so i feel like new orleans was kind of like not a second home because i wasn't there that much but definitely the culture of it like i grew up around that and being at mardi gras when i was too young and seeing titties and all that shit i was just <laughs> like oh wow um i can relate to that shit too just yeah pensacola is so close like we were always in louisiana also yeah i love so, louisiana like, too i mean and that that era of wayne yeah, that 2000 era of Wayne yes, was just cash money. Oh my god! Again, hot girl. I was listening to that before I got here. I was just like <laughs> bounce music, all of it. I just I love the entire culture of Louisiana. Um, but yeah, and my sister definitely put me on to like hella Trina music. I feel like I was raised off of Trina's first however many. I think she at least like three or four of her albums were always in rotation because of my sister. Baddest bitch in the room. The baddest bitch. <laughs> like, and I just learned so much about women and men and how to scam them and all that <laughs> shit when I was like so young and I was, my sister just had it in rotation. And I thank her for that. Cause I mean, Trina's amazing. And yes. I just have an overall love for just female rap in general. So that was cool. And my mom was my mom was definitely like more of like a ballad R&B type, which is also amazing, too. She like definitely loved like Celine Dion, Whitney Houston, Nita Baker, Word. very like soft sounds. So my house was like a good balance of Rache and 
soul R and B. I like the uh, I like the Rache. Yeah, Rache. Wasn't <laughs> <laughs> too ratchet. I might have to steal that. Yeah. Yeah, it's yours. Here. <laughs> I gotta say, also since you mentioned her first off the bat, Mariah Carey is still. I feel like to this day she is the true embodiment of a diva. She is the last one that is really still doing that shit. Yeah. No. Definitely. And she gets away with it because she's fucking Mariah Carey. She she she's, the, she's the greatest, yes. If she were to come in my face right now and tell me how horrible I am, I think I would cry tears of joy just because Mariah Carey told me I'm a piece of shit and I'll never be anything. I'll be like, okay, I won't. You're I right. saw that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if this was recent, but I just saw that video. I guess people are making a meme out of it now on Twitter of her like pushing some person that was oh, like, yeah. taking a selfie I with her. It, yeah, I made it a meme too. That was... um. Diane something I forgot her last name but she's like a big songwriter oh shit um, really yeah but even she like responded to people being like why would she push you like that blah blah, blah. she's like I don't know you know that's just how she is and I love her <laughs> she's like <laughs> she's like diva behavior right winky face I'm like I love it big facts I'm like honestly she's a whole mood she can do whatever she wants Mariah can push me down a flight of stairs and big facts I'm like I just please pay for my medical bills. That's all I ask, Mariah. And she's like, okay. Like, Beyonce is obviously, like, the, the woman, like, absolutely killing and crushing the game. Yeah. But to be true, true, true 100% diva, that's Mariah. No. Yeah, Like, yeah. all the way through diva, and through. Diva. I'm like, Beyonce's a diva in her own way. Exactly. More than, like, a, not to say Mariah's not humble. I don't think she's humble. And that's Okay. <laughs> she's definitely I'm like, not I definitely humble. feel like Beyonce's <laughs> a little bit more down as far as that, which is fine. But exactly. Mariah is just like Beyonce has her moments of clarity and just cool, even yeah. keel. I also don't know what even head. Yeah, Beyonce doesn't talk to us either. So I'm like, I don't it's really also know. Very much. True. You know, like she does not give us a time of day, and yeah, that's okay. But talking Mariah, like I know her, <laughs> right? I'm like, I don't know her, so I can't really. I feel like her diva ways are very mild compared to Mariah, who's like, "Hello, everyone. Here's my Instagram, and here's." My receipts of me being a diva and not giving a fuck what y'all think. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Like, she like, don't give a shit. And she, she posted the selfie that that lady took with her on her page. I was like, see what I mean? I'm like, she literally shoved her out of the way and she was like, I'm going to post the selfie that we took too. Okay. <laughs> the pettiness. <laughs> the pettiness. She like te- probably texted her a selfie like, here's that selfie we took before you pushed me. And Mariah was like, oh my God, thanks. I'm going to post it. Oh, wow. This is so nice. <laughs> like, thanks. <laughs> I love her. That push like, was just so good too because it wasn't like... It wasn't a calm wasn't, push. Yeah, it was like definitely like, okay, we're done. Get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> Hi, whoever the white man and white lady were. She was like so done. And I love it. I'm like, this is the type of energy oh, shit. I need. Oh, shit. That's so She funny. teaches me so much about shade <laughs> and just not giving a fuck. I love her to death. That's what I'm saying. As somebody like myself who has always grown up with problems with authority and whatnot, you know, cops don't arrest me, by the way. Love you guys. Don't arrest me. But uh, anyways, as a nigga who has hated the fucking authority ever since he grew up, you know, having a role model like Mariah like that (laughs) to continually teach me that, you know what? At my age, I can continue to not give a fuck. Exactly. I need that in my life. Exactly. And I feel like she just doesn't give a fuck more and more as she gets older, which is usually how it goes. Yes. She just gets more powerful and more beautiful. Like, I feel like... And it's the holidays now. They're coming up. Like, she's just about to fucking... Like, this is our time. The Supreme is rising. And she's about to fucking take us by storm. So... You made a great point, too. She is still... She is still bad as shit. She's still bad as shit. And still, like... 
making good music. I'm like, her last album was great. If you didn't hear it, stream Caution on Apple Music, Spotify now. Shouts to Mariah. <laughs> yes, we love her. Absolute goat. So, if, uh, so when did you actually start like mixing, mixing for real then? Like DJing? Yes. Mm, about two and a half years ago. And it wasn't really like, um, like I didn't really intend on being a DJ. I just kind of like when we when we had the the first fem hop event in like January of 2017, it was very much so sporadic and I just like posted a status about wanting to throw a party that celebrated women in rap and I really just said it just to kind of say it on Facebook. I was like, I'm going to put the status, but I'm not really going to do this, but I was like that would be nice. And then Fiona, like, hit me up and was like, you, if you're serious about doing this, like, let me just have a house party and, you know, that'll be that. And I was like, oh, shit. And, yeah, that kind of, like, set the fire to me a bit. But that was, like, we planned it, like, two weeks after I kind of put it out there. So I didn't actually DJ that night. I just played, like, a Apple Music playlist. And I told him that. I was like, Fiona, I don't know how to DJ like you, but um i got oxcore dj i'm like i did come up with this you know idea so i want to play some music he was like man as long as it's good music nobody will really care yeah which facts yep um don't recommend being an oxcore dj though because <laughs> you know you gotta grow and that's literally where when the second party came about is where it was also kind of sporadic like if you want to hit me up and was like we should do another one and I was like, yeah, you're right. We should have another fem hop. And I was like, wait. But I definitely said if we ever did another one, like mentally to myself, that I want a DJ. So I went and got me like a um, cheap $100 starter board from um, Sam Ash. And I was like, okay, two weeks. We're going to learn how to not fully DJ, but we're going to get a set together to get through 45 minutes. Put something minutes. together, yeah. yeah. I'm like, we're going to come up with some transitions <laughs> of how we're going to get through this. And, yeah, I literally just kind of sat and I figured out the order of songs that I wanted to do. And How far apart was the first Fem Hop and the second one? Um, The first was in, in January 2017. And then the second, I think, was like, I think April 2017. Okay, we're... Yeah. So I you think. had like a yeah like a good downtime between then yeah but I didn't really even and then two weeks like two <laughs> weeks beforehand I had time to like get <laughs> me aboard after the first party but that's just like how um, I guess nonchalant I was being about being a DJ and um, were you kind of thinking about it though like before he brought up the idea of the second one were you already thinking about like getting a, a no, controller or no nope. not at all okay, I just kind of like had the first party which was pretty big like that party was crazy and i think that was the last party fiona had at his house because i was there you were there i was there shit was wild yep. all those parties at that house were wild yeah but somebody like fucked up the fridge with sriracha sauce <sighs> do you remember that moment <sighs> that was like three in the morning or something i remember just being like everything being a blur and i was like why is there sriracha sauce sprayed all over this just man's fridge so much shit that happened at that house like yo it was insane but legendary um, indeed, indeed. But yeah, even after that, I didn't think I was like, okay, yeah, that was a success. Moving on, was, with my life. It was a success, <laughs> but I got to go to work, so I just kind of <laughs> just yeah, I didn't think about having a second one until 
he brought it up and then once he did i was like yeah you are right we should have another one and he was like we can do it in two weeks out now and i was like you're right let's do it and then i was like oh yeah i want to learn how to dj before this so i got my gear and the most basic gear i forgot the brand but um it was a hundred dollars and yeah i just taught myself how to smoothly transition and i was definitely hyper focused like i i had fun at that party but i didn't really have fun djing just because like i was so it was just so robotic which obviously it was like my first dj debut but yeah it was still really cool to kind of just bring it out and i guess present myself in that way because that party at hanel was also pretty decent and i think that was the first well that was the second party that i had but it was I got paid for it, and I was like, "Wow, I didn't even think I was gonna get paid." Hey. I, like, I don't know how the shit works, so <laughs> hey. yeah, that was pretty, pretty cool. And yeah, from there is just where I, even after that party, I wasn't actively trying to DJ. I was like, I just got this gear so that I can DJ this party, and I was like, I guess I'll just DJ whenever I have more of the fem hop events. But yeah, I really didn't plan to dj and be partying as much as i do now <laughs> like i like how that last little part comes out too it's like and partying too <laughs> yeah i'm like i mean i usually just party like when i have to dj but yeah typically i like to enjoy the parties that i dj at and just see what everybody just to get inspired and just to pick up the aura of what people are liking and you know but i yeah i didn't plan this it just kind of took off from there because i got more asked to do more things after that one event and just slowly but surely the steam started picking up from there and it wasn't like often i think i play like once every couple months but that was something that i wasn't expecting so i was like damn like For I sure guess. i was like okay i guess i'm out here and that was still when i was going by just my regular name cabias because yep. i was like well i don't even have a name but it's cool i guess i'll be out here playing shit and i was still pretty decent wasn't as good as i am now but I was going to say, even when I was seeing you back then, you were good. Oh, thanks. You're def I, yeah, I definitely was, much better now, for sure. But you were, you were still good decent. then. And yeah. I was still way more structured then, too. I feel like now, all my sets that I do, I just freestyle and just let things happen. But Which back is then, the best way to do it, yeah. in my opinion. Sometimes I'm like, damn, should I like you know practice like i said and i'm like nah just make sure you got a good folder of material and Agreed. you'll figure it out when you get up there i feel like also I, I will say i guess i mean i'm not a dj at all um it'll happen soon because i am getting i'm getting turntables like i'm getting technics and i'm gonna wow yeah, i'm I doing got, this shit yes my boss just gave me a turntable Woo! yeah i don't know i think it is a technics but it's like a really um older version I don't know what I'm doing, but right now I'm just using it as a record player. I feel <laughs> in that. In the meantime, but hey, just start start fucking around with it. Yeah, I'm like I gotta watch some tutorials, but yes. turntables are nice. Yes, I love DJing with my portable controller, but um, I definitely want to dive more into CDJs. But most clubs here don't offer CDJs, so you kind of have to be portable. Exactly. Um, which is fine. They do the same shit, but CDJs are definitely another ball game. But it's a good challenge. I enjoy both, so but I'm definitely more of a portable DJ right now. <laughs> I feels you. I feels you. Yeah. I'll definitely be. Uh, I'll definitely be introducing at some point. I think because uh, yeah, I'm gonna get some. I'm trying to get some techniques before the end of the year, so I can just start practicing on vinyl. Because that's I want to learn vinyl first and then yeah. move to a controller. That's actually like 
I'm like, I feel like vinyl would be more of a technical way to learn. Yes, it would. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> like, it would. You're starting <laughs> off with the hard shit. That's yeah. pretty. That's, yeah. But yeah. I'm like, there's, I'm sure it's like very easy to master. It's all about just, I feel like DJing is easy it's within gonna, itself. It's going to be a challenge. <laughs> it's it's going to be a lot. I know yeah, it is. Yeah. I'm like, I don't even know how vinyl DJ works. I don't think it's I've like ever the whole, tried it. The whole fucking idea of it is just crazy because if you look like any, if you look at any DJ who spins vinyl and they got all their crates with them and shit, mm-hmm. they've got notes and like little markers and everything on every single vinyl they have. Yeah. So they know like where the break starts and all that shit. So instead of having to like look for it, they can just spin it. They like usually use like some chalk or maybe some shit like that and mark it on the vinyl and they'll spin it right to that little spot where it's at so they know like it's a whole different level of shit that I don't think I'm ready for. <laughs> yeah, I feel it. Um I do not think I'm ready for that at all. I yeah, me neither, honestly. I've yeah. never I'm like I want to like master CDJs and then once I get that down then I'll move on to vinyl. That so could be, be a like hobby in the background. The top tier of like <laughs> my DJ peak, but yeah, one day. I was going to say though, I was at Stonewall for New Year's Eve this past year when you were playing yeah, and I had I an amazing fucking time. Woohoo. I DJ like 4 hours at night. I know. That's, <laughs> that's the point that I'm at now. I'm like, now I can like just do four hours and just like not even think about it anymore. Just crazy. You looked like you were enjoying the shit out of yourself. Yeah, I did have fun. That was a fun night. Yeah. That was one of those nights too where I just like blurry. Got it got blurry at some point. But it I was got like, real drunk. Yeah. As you should it's New Year's. So <laughs> Yes, yes indeed. Yeah, it was a good ass time. Like I love DJing at Stonewall. For sure. Stonewall's so fire. Yeah. It's such a cool space. I feel like people sleep on it, but... They have, like, the best happy hour also. And they have, yeah. Their drinks are, like, very fairly priced and all this shit. I'm just like... Very strong, Shout too. out to Stonewall. <laughs> very strong, also. They booked me a lot this year. I was um, a resident there for a bit. Not as much now, but, um, yeah. I've definitely played some really fun shows there. That's a good time. Yeah. It's a good space, definitely. I love it. Oh, I remember what I was going to say earlier while I was talking about me starting with vinyl and everything. What I was going to say was, since I'm not a DJ, I can't speak personally for that, but I feel like depending on the situation that you're going into, like sometimes it could be better to have like a structured set. But I feel like for the most t- for the most part, like yeah. freestyling it is the more organic way to go. Yeah. Yeah. There's a difference between like, I guess, um structuring a set and then just maybe practicing for a set so that you have some inspo which usually i'll just like practice so i'm like what's the vibe i want to give and you know like do i want to like come up with any possible transitions to kind of you know fuck up the crowd with but yeah i definitely see the difference between um structuring which i haven't structured in a while but i only usually structure when it's like a short set and i know like i want to do something like gotta hit them hard yeah i want to hit them hard and i know but usually even if it's structured like i go off the course and i'm like "Mm, i know i wanted to play this but actually i'm feeling this right now yeah i'm (laughs) feeling this right now and the crowd seems to want to hear this and yeah either way it's like it's all about just feeding and seeing how people react so So i was gonna say how weird is that that first coming to terms with that idea of reading the crowd when you first realize like damn like yeah this is actually like a science almost yeah i was gonna say it's kind of scientific like you just have to 
see what people like and what they don't like and then you also have to give them things that maybe they don't even know they like yet but you're like I'm about to put y'all on so because oftentimes I feel like I play music that a lot of people aren't familiar with which can be tricky just because like people have a better time when it's music that you know is well just known familiar yeah. and like people can just sing and dance and you know go based off of that but I generally just like to play music that people know and then just also mix it up a lot of the times with things that I feel like people music that I feel like people should know which is more fun for me because I'm like I'm doing a service definitely and I'm putting people on like definitely <laughs> it's, it, yeah. I feel like that's probably an interesting line to walk because is it, has there ever been a moment where there maybe is a song that you have played that you feel like you don't even want to play it at all but you're like god damn it like I know that if I play this shit mm. Only a few times, but that's usually, like, the only times that has happened, which I can distinctively remember, it was a night where it wasn't really packed at the bar, so someone just came up and requested a song, and I only played it because they gave me $10, so I was like, okay, like, fair enough, money talks, so I was like, I'll play it, nobody's here, it's not really a big deal, but not necessarily, like, when I'm DJing and I'm feeling like maybe I'm losing the crowd, that I'm like, damn, let me just play this, so this will win them back now, um, I usually feel excitement and sometimes I like kind of losing the crowd because I'm like, okay, let me see what I can do to get them back, but also like keep it intact with what I'm already doing. I feel so, that. Yeah. It's a nice challenge to, to chest, uh, excuse me, test your own chops. Exactly. That's essentially what it is. I don't want, I mean, I of course want people to go crazy every time, but also like seeing what might not work within a set. Not that it's even bad. It just might not be right for that night or in that moment i'm like they might not dance to this today but then the next event they go crazy over it because exactly the mood is different it's a weird thing to think about i almost kind of related to like stand-up comedy like whenever yeah. you're first starting with stand-up mm-hmm. and you have to work out like new material and you don't know kind of what you're getting at and all this shit and you have to deal well as a stand-up comic much more as opposed to being a dj because as a dj you're just you're playing loud music that people can you know get a rhythm to Stand-up yeah. comedy, if you're just not funny, you're just going to bomb, and you're you're just going to learn a lot from that. Exactly. And people are a bit... Brutal. A brutal, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I feel like with DJing, if people don't like it, they'll just leave. Yeah. But, yeah, I, yeah I'm, not, I'm not a stand-up comic, but I can see the relation there. Um, yeah, it's all about just really just... One, you also have to be just very assure in like your skills and your taste levels i'm like i feel like we're in a age and era now where requesting music is becoming a foreign thing like now when people go out it's like let the dj just do their thing and you have to just trust them um and I, yeah, I, just, it's funny you brought that up because yeah. i think i saw beta get a, a request mm-hmm. last night when he yeah. was playing at grape in the green yeah it's like i can see that look on his face that it's just like (laughs) are you really stopping me right now in the middle of what i'm doing to to ask me some this shit exactly it's like one of those things where requests still happen but they're just not it's like it's almost like i feel like it should be a known language like don't request songs unless you're gonna request something like fitting i feel like any time i've gotten a request it usually just never works completely off the mark yeah and i'm like you're interrupting me to tell me that (laughs) okay 
all right, I'm gonna like, put my headphones back on and ignore right. you. Right. It's exactly. It's like I was booked here because of what I do. So, and you know, my taste levels is what got me here. So you're just gonna have to deal with it. Please just sit back and enjoy unless you the slap ride. me a ten or a twenty to play this one song and. I'll you're, do it. You're selling yourself short. You got to start uh, raising those prices on the True. on the podcast for people to know. Right, right. Ten, twenty dollars. Give this man a hundred. Give this man a crispy hundred. <laughs> give me a hundred dollars. You can get a. You can get your your song played. I will play that Chris Brown song that you want to hear so bad. Okay, <laughs> shit. Just give me a nice fat C note and we good. <laughs> right, we good. Oh, you don't have it. Okay, uh, you well, should go back to the bar then. Next time, <laughs> then I guess. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll put it in the queue and then I never play it. <laughs> Put it in the queue way, 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 way down at the All bottom. All the way at the bottom. Actually, I'm not even going to download it. How about that? <laughs> it's, a, it's just funny how that shit happens still. Like, I do like, though, that, like you were saying, that that kind of request culture seems to be more, you know, it's more known to the general public. Like, hey, like, we don't like that shit. Yeah. Please and don't do I that. I guess it's like more of a respect factor, too. Just because, like, like I said, when people go out, to a party or club it's like this dj was hired obviously to entertain you but you wouldn't go to a concert and say to blase blase beyonce i'm like easy target you wouldn't tell her you wouldn't request a song for beyonce if she don't perform a song that you love you know you're gonna go on twitter and you're gonna be upset after the fact but you're not gonna walk up to the stage and say hey hey do you see me can you come here can you like you're not gonna interrupt her nope but I mean, obviously, we're more accessible. We're not blocked by security, so people can just come up. But this is very true. Yeah, usually when people make requests, I just pay it. I'm like, okay, and never play it, and I never care how they feel because <laughs> I'm like, I usually feel like I'll just play a song that'll distract them from the fact that I'm not gonna play what they want to hear. I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna play that, but here's something I think you'll like, and you can leave me alone now. <laughs> That's how you gotta be, though. I definitely feel that. Yeah. Now. Like, now, crazy. could you please judge the pettiness of my actions in these situations? Because I uh, am at my uh, at the Orlando City tailgates. I am the resident tailgate auxiliary DJ. Hey. And uh, yeah, it's not. It's yeah. I mean, it's just a playlist that I, that yeah. I just play. <laughs> and uh, I feel the exact same way. If somebody comes up to me. And I've got a nice little playlist just, just like going. Curated this playlist. And they ask me to play some shit. I'm just like. It's like everybody knows on the DJ here. And it also, I feel like when you take a request and then maybe it's something that's just not in your, you know, your just brand. Like it's off brand for me to play this song. And you're going to ask me to play this right now? <laughs> it's just kind of embarrassing. <laughs> like you're trying to embarrass me right now. Like, no. Unless it's like a wedding or something or like maybe a job function where it's just like, it's just more, I guess, campy and it's more i don't know i feel like those are different even though i've never played one or the two but i feel like for that i would be more open to playing because you're going to be playing corny music anyway for yes. these types of events like yes. you want people to know every song so they can get very fucked up with their co-workers or their Facts. family so that's different but yeah thinking, not... thinking about my exact company holiday party coming up this year right. and i know what music will be played there yeah exactly there's going um, to be a, a little bit of salsa. Besame for the Puerto Rican dudes. Okay. Shouts out my Boricua people. Those are my, my loves. And then, you know, there's just going to be a lot of, you know, like 
electric slide and right. Cupid shuffle and <laughs> oh shit along those lines. Like, thankfully, my job doesn't do that. They like they're way better about that. But yeah, I. I mean, the open bar that they give isn't bad. So exactly, I'll, I'll, I'm there for the open bar. It's I like am, I don't even care what y'all play. I'm the here bar for is that. open. Yes. You know, all I gotta do is tip. Feed so. me, give me drinks by all means. Right. I'll I know all these songs, so it's not like I'm not gonna <laughs> yeah. have them in my head when yeah. they're playing. I'm exactly. Like, I would rather not hear them, but it's okay. But you know, I'll be drunk. I'll enjoy myself. That bar is open and big facts. I'll take a shot every time I have to hear a song I don't like. Big facts. Because it's free. Big facts. <laughs> Period. Definitely not going to the holiday party this year though. What? It's just not. It's. Uh, eh. I'm like open bar though. I feel like it's just a shame to pass up an open bar. I just. I know it really is. <laughs> it really is, and I agree with you there. But I just feel that I'm now at that point in my life where I just cannot be getting fucked up with my coworkers like that. <laughs> I just can't do that shit. But it's only one time a year though. Why not yeah, though? Yeah, I guess. I guess. I think, like, just think about it. I think the real main problem is that Basil is around the same time. Oh. See, now we're yeah. getting to the okay. meat and potatoes. That's yeah. different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like I, not, could be, I could be doing dope shit in Miami right. I'm or not gonna miss Basel. partying with my coworkers hmm, in Orlando. Like, right. All right. The people I see every day. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. see them most of the week. Yeah. Yeah. I'm probably going to go to Basel instead. Yeah, you should do that. I might just do that, too. Oh, yeah. So I'll see you there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Basil is the shit. It really is. Yeah, it's crazy. Speaking but of. in a good way. In a, definitely in a good way. Speaking of crazy, what do you have like any crazy moments from any DJ sets that stand out to you? Like mm. wild shit? Well, I haven't seen a fight while DJing. So I don't know why I said that, but I'm like, I would love if somebody kind of fought <laughs> while I was DJing. Um, I, Are you sure you want that? Um. I'm like, that's the Mississippi coming out of me. I'm like, oh, I feel that. Used to that shit. I feel um, that. That's very true. No, no fighting. We don't. We don't promote violence. But I do. I did in New York last year, um, when I was DJing uh, on CDJs, and that was my first, I think, just real gig experience with CDJs, and I didn't really know what I was doing, but sounds were coming out, beats were happening, and. People were having a good time, so I was like, they don't even know. They don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but it's working. It's happening. So, um, yeah, there was just a random... Mind you, this is like September of 2018, so it's not Halloween, but just randomly. And it was at Holo in New York. I think that's how it's pronounced. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That place is really cool. Um, But, yeah, out of nowhere of me doing... I think it was my first set that night. Um, a wizard, some guy in a wizard costume, like this older guy in a wizard costume. Not had where the I saw that going. <laughs> I was like, that was pretty crazy. I'm like, just seeing this guy pop out of nowhere. I was like, did I just conjure up a wizard with you, this set? Uh, in New York? You threw me on that one. Right. I'm like, yeah, that was pretty fucking wild. The fact that I conjured a wizard during a set. The unexpected definitely happened that night. But I think, I'm like, I can't, I don't think anything else, like, significantly, like, crazy has happened. Besides just peeing, seeing people um, lose their minds. I think that's cool. But I was gonna say, that how was, does like, that, one of the more. How's that feeling whenever you see that shit, though? I'm still, like, adjusting to it. Because I don't know how to react. I'm like, what do I do? Like, do I 
what do I do? I'm like, <laughs> do I like just look down? Do I acknowledge it? What do I do? I like put my hands up. I'm like, I don't know. I just usually kind of like smile and nod. I'm like, okay, cool. And I just go back to playing. But it's really nice to receive. I think that's why I just smile because I'm like, this makes me happy, but I don't know how to accept this yet. So I'm just going <laughs> to look down now. But I'm slowly learning. I feel like I'm better now than two years ago when it was happening. And I was like, what? Y'all are clapping for me. Y'all enjoyed that. But now I'm just like, thank you. I'm, yes, <laughs> I'm, I'm learning how to just say thanks. <laughs> I'm a big proponent of taking in that positive energy and then just releasing it back i think we need to see we need to see some uh some dance moves you yeah. know some uh some hands in the air All right yeah i gotta i'm gonna do better and <laughs> i mean I, I give a smile i think i have a good smile so i'm like i smile at everyone and you know i nod you do whatever makes you feel best yeah i'm like one day i will be able to just kind of like i don't know one don't day know. you're gonna feel it though one day you're gonna feel it and you're gonna be jumping up and down just yeah. like everybody else Right Word. behind the, d- or there might be the one day where you just jump in the fucking crowd. Oof. That would be exciting. I'm like, okay. good idea. I'm okay. like, I'm not. I have a bad back, so I got to really like plan that one out. But I'm right there with you. <laughs> I'm like, I got to make sure I get an alignment before that, and you know, flat feet, some it's... X-rays. Same. I'm like, it has to very much so be planned, and I feel like I might have to get on the mic and be like, okay, so I'm gonna jump in the crowd now. Y'all catch me. Get em, do it. <laughs> better make sure you have your arches and your shoes. Right. There. Okay. I got to remember my inserts. All of Some that. people don't know about that shit. No. Yeah. I just literally learned life. about it a couple of days ago that I needed to do better. Really? I got my first alignment. Yeah. So I was like. Oh, shit. I knew I needed support. But yeah, I just didn't go for it until he literally was like, you would feel so much better if you just had more support. And I was like, true. Yeah. It's a thing. It is definitely a thing. I'm learning. Every day is a learning. Experience. I got lucky, kind lucky, kind of. Uh, I had my dad had a friend who was a foot doctor way back in the day. Damn, so damn. he took my dad's got flat feet also. So he took us to get it checked out, mm-hmm. and you know he just laid down the law there. He's just like, oh yeah, you boys got it too. <laughs> so like, get used to these inserts, buddy. Exactly, which is not a bad thing. I'm like, I got my inserts the other day, and you feel life, way better after. Life is different. Yeah, I'm like, wow. Yes, he feel fine. Now. Yes, this is crazy. And then you know, slight release, slight release in the tension in your lower back too. Not all yeah, of it. Not, not all, of, all it. of it. I'm like, I got scoliosis. It's not going anywhere. But big facts. Um, yeah, I've been feeling better about it. I just have to work on how I sleep now. But that'll come in steps. How I'm do like, you sleep? Because I sleep terribly. I sleep like I fucking sleep like a like if you thought like i sleep like i'm a contortist i think that's the word contortionist contortionist yes <laughs> contortist but um yeah like literally like as if i'm in a box and i'm just like i have to put everything and i'm just like squaddled into a fucking ball <laughs> and then sometimes i'll like twist around and yeah just everything every way i'm not supposed to sleep is how i sleep we're the same person yeah mm-hmm. it's not good it's horrible i'm like i've been i've since yeah i've been trying to go to sleep just you know with the whole flat on the back face up motion have you been putting the pillow underneath your legs no should i do that yes definitely do that okay it's good for the back for sure okay Um, i'll try that today but i will say this even then i still have problems just because i think we're the exact same sleeper 
I even still have problems just like rolling over and shit while I had the pillow underneath my legs. Yeah. And it's supposed to like stabilize you and my body and myself. I'm just like, oh, nah, we're not going to be regular like everybody else. No, like literally I was going to sleep flat. And then, you know, those moments where you wake up in the middle of the night and I'm like, oh, shit, I'm I'm not flat anymore. (laughs) And now I'm like in this deep sleep. So I'm just going to go back to sleep. I'm like, you know what? It's okay. I'll try again tomorrow. Every night of my life. Yeah. It's bad, but I'm like, you know what? I'm trying. Yeah. So if, I'll try that foot thing. Today. Yeah. If you're on your back, put it like underneath your knees. Mm-hmm. Or if you sleep on your side, uh, put it in between your legs. Yeah. Well, I do that, but I still heard that like. Sleeping on the side isn't the best. Yeah. It's not because I still put the arm up and. Yep. I'd be fucking so, my shoulder up every time I sleep on my side. Yeah. My body hates me. But, but my problem is I feel like, especially like last night, I had the exact same issue. I just feel like I can't go to sleep as easily when I'm laying flat on my back. Like if I'm on my stomach or if I'm on my side, I'm out like that. If I'm on my back, it's just not going to happen. And I'm just going to sit there. I'm going to look at the ceiling. Yeah. And I'm going <laughs> to contemplate life. Right. That's a, yeah. I feel like I, I think two things like either I'm being hella dramatic and I'm like, oh, my God, like what is life? <laughs> Or I just think like, oh my god, like what if I just die like this? I just think about <laughs> death. Like I'm like, this is I'm basically in a coffin right now. This is so weird. Uh, One of the two, but I just want to give an update. Oh. Lime terminated the ride. So, All right. Yeah, I'm like, thank goodness, cause see, and we can just hope that hopefully what I was talking about earlier, if they terminated the ride, then the bike just stopped working as the person was riding. I hope they fell the, the fuck yeah, off. Yeah, the thief got pitched over the handlebars. I'm like, they sent me a receipt. Okay. Alright, Lime's got your... Lime's got your... Whoa, whoa. Ho! I'm like, that's a whole dub. Oh! <laughs> What's up? See Later. ya. Hey, real quick question. Yes. Did you get a, did you get a request from somebody last night at the show? I got I knew it. I knew it. We were were just talking about this on the show about getting requests. I'm sorry to hear that. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. I understand. I'm like, okay, that's like. It was a hip hop night. Yeah. It was a hip hop night. (laughs) I saw saw a lady come up and ask you, and I was just like, oh. Oh, my gosh. But she didn't bring you some cash no. probably not i'm like at least give me some money no c notes yeah no, no c notes yeah <laughs> at that point i'll be like do you just want to here you get over here you do it facts you fucking do it i can like, go get a drink all right bro see ya yeah i knew it i knew when i saw that that face on his that look on his face last night it's i was like it's like she's rap. she's not asking him something nice or she's, i've ha- honestly had worse when i've dj'd i used to work at the orlando museum and i've dj'd there while i worked there which was pretty cool but um that's what's up. i dj'd the nick cave uh exhibition opening last year and Word. i literally had a lady while i was djing she didn't have a request she just wanted to like come and watch me dj and persisted to ask me questions is that the right word i don't know but yeah started asking me questions about how i'm doing it i'm like i was like um mind you i'm like this is also my job so i'm like let me like try to keep it classy and like you know professional this is is also the vip reception so i'm like these are the donors the rich Uh, folks i'm like okay i'm gonna try to be nice can't wild out but i was like you know, briefly telling her, and then I'll go back to playing, and she's like, yeah, 
that's just so amazing. Like, I just don't understand. I'm like, girl, <laughs> I, yeah, I feel like I kind of blacked out and just like went into um, worker mode. Like, yeah, you know, visitor information specialist is what I did there. So, you know, I was nicely explaining, but then also just trying to like give her a hand. Like, I'm, I'm DJing. Like, I'm busy as hell right I'm now. I'm like, at that point, I'm playing songs for like 30 seconds and then going to the next one to show her like, yo, I'm trying to work right now. Like, can you move? And then her, one of her friends ended up getting her and chauffeuring her away. But I was just like, yo, this, I'm like, what is it goes on in people's minds? I feel like when I'm out, even as a DJ, like I'm scared to approach a DJ. Like I'm not going to go over and talk to them or, unless I, you know, know them and I could be like, hey. But even then for the people I know, I'm just like, hey. And then I walk away because I'm like, Facts. you in your zone. I'm like, honestly, I don't like when people come up and talk to me. I like a brief hello and that's it. Facts. Depending on the mood, I might step away from the booth and like talk to whoever. But it's just like a mutual respect. I Indeed. Feel like. um, it's, but, yeah. ni- it's nice that just I've grown up with so many djs so many friends that are djs that i've i knew that early on you know it's like i speak when spoken to basically i come up mm-hmm. i might dab the dj up real fast for like two to three seconds yeah. and i'm out immediately yeah that's I love, it my friends are like so good about that like they'll pop up they'll be like hey they'll come up you know hype me up and then they know because not... you do want to see them there. yeah I'm yeah like, thank you for showing me that you're here i love y'all exactly and then they go to the bar get a drink and then they keep their they don't like stand by me the whole night or nothing like that's that's just all I ask for. I'm just like, just give me my space. I'm like, I'm usually thinking about what's next. And um, yeah, I'm like, I'll look up and I can step away sometimes and be like, what's up? All right. The song's about to end. I got to go. All right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Those are my favorite moments where I'm like, okay, I got to go back. This song about to end. Or wait a minute. It's the worst when somebody's talking to you and you really want to do this transition and they kind of interrupt you before you can make that happen. And then you just like you miss your moment and i lost like, that forever i lost that <laughs> moment like that was really gonna give the people what they needed and i was gonna you, make my night <laughs> you just fucked it up i'm like great i hate it <laughs> uh, I love that don't shit. talk to the dj for Please. more than 10 seconds yes speak when spoken to <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's what i say always speak when spoken to for yeah. sure yes <laughs> right we learned this in kindergarten y'all come I'm on saying, i'm mm-hmm. saying i'm like wait did we i'm like i think we did so when did the uh when did you start modeling by the way um that was also a thing that kind of happened like djing where it was something that i didn't really plan on it but it just kind of happened and yeah when say I, it's you seem very natural thanks i didn't really feel natural it took a while to feel natural and i still don't feel like i'm natural when i take photos but when someone pulls out a camera and i'm like in a mode it looks natural. <laughs> Thanks. That I mean, it does have to be natural. I am a natural, but it's just, I'm like, here <laughs> yeah, I go. That shit. Here Come I on. go again, shitting on myself. I'm like, <laughs> wait, a <minute>. okay. <laughs> um, no, it started when I went to Full Sail. My best friend Paula. She is shout out to Paula. Shout out to Paula. One of my good friends, my good Judy's, and she. We ended up moving in together shortly after I left Full Sail, and. She was still going to full, so she actually finished and graduated. And but while she was uh coming up on like the ending of her school schooling or school term, whatever, um, she just had like projects where she needed models for, and she was in the same graphic design field. But they just also, you know, it's full sale, so everything's like 
graphic design but on crack so yes you do graphic design but you also do photography and video work all this all these things and um she would need models at some point and we were both not from orlando so we didn't know too many people and she was just like can you just like pose for me and blase blase i was like i don't mind doing it i was like i don't know what i'm doing but okay and at first it just started out like as just really campy things that she did for school and then when we moved in together shortly after that, cause she still always liked photography. So she was always taking photos even when, um, when it wasn't involved with school, like she just wanted to push her skills. So she wanted models for that. But once we moved in together is when she invested in just getting and building an at home studio with just like simple backdrops and yeah, I mean, you don't need much to make a studio at home. It's so easy um just invest in like the stands and get some sheets from joanne's or whatever and yeah so once she did that like even then it was still like just me being her dummy and her just testing out her skills on me but of course the more we worked together the more ideas we would have and just like the more input she allowed for me and just even me getting more comfortable like mm, I kind of like it but even then I was still only just working with her and doing things with her I was like even with talking to her about it I'd be like I know I model for you but I don't think I'm like a model model I'm like I just kind of like I just take pictures I'm just with doing you. this yeah. I'm just doing this and yeah you're like you know putting glitter all over my face and I'm like posing and stuff but I'm not a model I just I like taking pictures with you <laughs> Um, and I didn't even really, I think maybe we shot for like a year or so is, or maybe a year and a half, but that's when I like actually worked with someone else. Liv, do you know Liv? I've heard of Liv. Liv Zook, um, or Olivia Zook. I think she goes, she goes by Liv primarily. Um, I've definitely heard of her. Yeah. That was the first shoot outside of Paula that I had. And I, for the longest I worked with only Liv and Paula and, I can't remember when it just became a thing. I feel like one topic of conversation or shoot I did with Liv and she just asked me about my curiosity with modeling and I feel like I gave her the same spiel. I was like, I don't know, I just kind of like, you know, creatively taking photos and, you know, basically describing like what a model is, but just feeling like I didn't want to like brand myself as that, even though that's literally what I was doing. Yeah. Um. She was like, you should just take it a tad more serious and maybe just brand yourself as it and just see where it goes and i was like you're right i gotta stop um i guess not um hyping myself up when it comes to that just because i was pretty solid and it was something i like doing because clearly i kept doing it and yeah from that point i think that was like fall of 2016 is where i just like said yes this is what i do i'm a model and um yeah i was able to work with several different people since then including still working with paula and live i haven't worked with them in a bit but yeah that was like the core start of it basically me telling myself you're not that and then suddenly i'm like i guess i am that i should own it own up to it and yes. just fucking do it yes <laughs> i don't do it as much lately just because i feel like i've had more um interest with growing as a dj but i mean i'm like i still take care of myself and i'm still fly as fuck so <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like i'm still out here you know 
like presenting myself as such, but I'm just not as attentive with trying to get shoots as I am trying to get gigs as a DJ. I'm like, one pays more than the other. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> I'm like, I'm all for that right now. Yeah. But it's still fun. I still like enjoy creating and things like that. And I'm dating a photographer. So that's just another one of those things where I'm like, we still have like a creative, the creativity for it is still there, but um, it's not my main focus right now. Gotcha. That's what's up though. Legendary. I did get to break into a mansion when I first worked with Liv and yeah, that was just like one of those moments where I was like, yeah, well, an abandoned mansion. We didn't just like break into somebody's okay, house. Okay, I was going to say. You're like, damn. <laughs> I'm like, yep. And let me give you all the address. I'm just yeah, kidding. right? Big balls no, over here. The damn. Howie Mansion, I think they redid it now, so it's not abandoned anymore. But okay. yeah, we broke into that mansion and it was crazy. And that was the moment where I was like, okay, I like working with her. It was hey. like our first time working together. And she was like, so we're going to break into this mansion. <laughs> and I'm like, is this even legal for me to talk about? See, that's what's up. Cause that makes me, that makes me think like, on some skater shit, honestly. Like, yeah, it was really wild. Like, we I were never, climbing. I never think of this aspect of the modeling world. Climbing or, uh, staircases, and yeah, it was, yeah. But it was fun. That's dope. Like, these, these are the things that warm my heart, you know? <laughs> like, my, really, my little my little degenerate heart deep I'm down like, inside. I'm true to this. I'm new to this. <laughs> <laughs> like, Facts. Yeah, it you was know? pretty... That was wild. Sometimes you got to jump a fence or two to get some adrenaline going. You right. I've definitely had pumping. some crazy shoots. Um, but I feel like that one was just like the craziest. Besides like me, the one shoot I had in New York a couple years ago, I. It was crazy, but not even in a sense where something crazy happened. It was just like me not being from New York and not knowing how to travel around New York. I went to the ah. wrong Broadway, and I was, like, two oh. hours late for the shoot, so it was fun. Oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah, I was like, where are you at? I'm like, I'm here at the address on Broadway, and they were like, you're in Brooklyn because I'm in Manhattan. And I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, in that same day, I got stuck on the train for, like, 30 minutes. I was just like, damn, like, of course. this is the real New York shit right now. Yep. Like, I was not ready. But that was, I'm like, I've, yeah, I've learned in my last trip to New York to new york i was a lot better with navigating the city it Proud. takes it definitely takes some getting used to that's for sure especially from being from the fucking bible belt where you drive everywhere Facts. And <laughs> just like if you got directions like you don't have to worry about take the train then take the transfer to this and then go under the bridge over the hill and yep. like oh yeah new york is wild but was it interesting for you coming down here by the way speaking of a uh, like driving in the bible belt I was not used to people going so fucking fast over the speed limit, especially being from Pensacola, like a beach town where right. everybody is chilling hard. So no. one, you're in the country. Two, you're next to a beach. Everybody is driving the speed limit. No, um, not that. I mean, I feel like in Miami, the driving is way. Oh, it's way worse. It's for sure. way scarier. But I'm for like sure. here. Yeah, I was definitely even still. I'm, driving i'll be like well shit i'm going five <laughs> over the speed limit and i'm like what more do you want from me <laughs> yeah, so you way. know i'll crank it up to 10 but i'm like okay <laughs> i'm going 10 now like i can't i'm like i'm gonna get a fucking ticket. i'm like i'm not gonna get a ticket for y'all but especially I, with so many construction zones around oh nowadays especially i4 uh-uh. it ain't mm. worth it i'm like you know what just pass me because facts 
one if one of us gets stopped, it's gonna be me because I'm leading the pack. Going, <laughs> I'm like, you're not even passing me. Like y'all want me to be the fast one. That I'm way, saying. when when they pull out, they're gonna stop me. And I learned that one time because it happened, and I was like, you know what? Never again. I'm old manning it so much now that I literally just hit cruise at the speed limit. I hit cruise yeah. control at the speed limit, and I'm I like. Just, I don't, I don't care. I right. don't care anymore. Fuck it. At this point, I'm like, I'm going to get there when I get there. Yes. And you can get to your destination. But guess what? There's a lane you can go around. Yep. And if you can't go around, well, bitch, I'm sorry. My favorite is people speeding up to red lights. That's my favorite. Right. As <sighs> People are insane, too. And just like wasting that gas. You're wasting yeah. gas, like doing that. Like literally. And then I just also like. I'm just that person who's very, like, uh, scared of accidents, as most people should be. So I'm just, like, very hyper-focused when I drive. Yes. And, yeah, I, I have to be that way. I get fucking nervous as shit every time I drive. Cause I mean, you should be. crazy. Yeah, yes, definitely. We're but all- sometimes I find myself, like... <laughs> You know, I'm not. I'm saying all this to say that sometimes I do be risking it. Sometimes, and <laughs> I'd be like, "Damn, you gotta do better." And I'm like, "I know." Got to balance that one out a little right. bit. Right. I'm like, sometimes you gotta, you might that's, get a little crazy. But that's the problem here in Orlando. It kind of requires you to do that. Like you have, right. you will be put in a crazy situation. I'm like, holy shit, I'm turning into them. I can't. You're like, can't all right, that. I'm gonna have to pull this out of my ass right now. Right. Let's, oh well. <laughs> but I'm like, <laughs> sometimes it be like that. And yeah, moral of the story is I just like very cautious with driving and I like to keep it that way, especially nowadays. My car, it needs a new alternator anyway. So I'm like, I'm definitely just chilling when I drive. I'm like, you know what? Just pass me. <laughs> I'm like, y'all don't want to know. I might just stop right now. And yeah, we're I not, don't even know what happened. <laughs> yeah, we're not pushing this any further. I'm like, just go. <laughs> now how do how do i begin to feel comfortable in front of a camera because i i don't do it at all i just have the same face it's just the same face yeah, and i feel like i have the same face too just different outfit i'm like a <laughs> cartoon not even a cartoon character i'm a sim <laughs> somebody i took a i took a shouts out to pearl she called me out um I took a just a dumbass Instagram selfie, you know, for my story the other day. Okay. Just me in a mirror, you know, just basic ass, basic ass selfie. Mm-hmm. And she responded to me, said, you need a new pose. Damn. And <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. She said, oh, I wish uh, I need to go back and say exactly what she said, because there was a second sentence after that where I was like, God. Damn, yeah, really? I gotta hear this. Oh man, like Damn. I, I thought I was out here just you know right. just chilling, doing That's my thing. Okay. No, no, apparently not. Apparently <laughs> not. Where is this? Okay. Um. Oh, oh, this is gonna hurt so much more now that I've built this up. <laughs> okay, she said, "Yo, get better poses." LOL. I said. I said, all caps, I said, nope. I said, don't need to pose. Standing your truth. Yes. She says, okay, be the real you when you take photos. Damn. Ouch. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, so who, are you not being the real who you? Who am I? Yeah. Like, like, let's unpack this. So she right. just really. Shit. She really took it there. I know. Damn. To that, I just said, uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Scratch his head and lay straight on back in bed. And <laughs> yeah. Contemplate Contemplates life. Yeah, exactly. Damn. No. I know. Damn. Just all I that. I wasn't ready for that. All that. I, I wasn't ready for it either. That's like a 
that's like a self-esteem blow. That's not kind of hurt me. That was in the middle of my work day. You know? I was in, <laughs> in the public. That's worse. So now you just think about it the rest of the work day. You're like, I had a clear. a new pose. I had a clear public, or excuse me, a clear, clean Publix mirror that I was just like, boom, this mirror looks perfect for this right now. I'm wearing the nice new polo my company yourself, just you know gave what? me. You know what? Let me let me snap this real quick. You know what? And that is okay. Within you deserve an hour. that right. <laughs> I got that comment within an hour. Damn. Posting that. That's like soon. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I know. The savagery. You even get to like sit on <sighs> it. And well, I will say getting comfortable in front of the camera First step is you have to be comfortable. Well, sometimes even be uncomfortable in the mirror because I'll have these moments a lot where I'm like looking in the mirror. I'm like, damn, cool. And it just does not translate on camera. I'm just looking at I'm like looking at the phone, looking at the mirror. I'm like, I don't see the same person. Like, what the fuck? But for the most part, you got to be a little comfortable in the mirror with what you see back. Somebody told me that. And I I definitely understood like because I've always thought that I was comfortable in the mirror. Mm -hmm. And then when you actually you're like. When you do what somebody tells you to to do it, like you're like, no, like really look at yourself in the mirror and really go for it. When you actually start doing that, it at the start, it is definitely uncomfortable for it's sure. It's weird. It is but, weird I as mean, shit. It's just you and you. I think it's honestly the I even though I haven't done it to that full point of being that comfortable, I have to relate it, I guess, to with me doing a podcast, first hearing my voice all the time, yeah. nonstop. Especially when I'm the one who does the editing. I have to listen to my dumbass talk all the time. That's just like, that's powerful. I don't know how you do it, but (sighs) I'm definitely not going to listen to this because I'm like, ooh. Especially when people come in like and talk to me while I'm editing or something and they just see me listening to myself and I'm like, man, this really, (laughs) I really look like a douchebag right now. Right. No, not a douchebag. I just feel like most people don't like listening to themselves. I mean, I know I don't. I know they probably don't view me as a douchebag. You know, it's just that weirdness of myself. You're like listening myself to myself talk. Exactly. That's crazy. Yeah, exactly. Um. Yeah. You won't listen to this, really? No, I probably won't. (laughs) Like, uh, I mean, I, I. I've definitely gotten more comfortable with my voice. Well, at least download it and delete I'll it. I'll download so it I can, and I can I'll get give, the you, download number. give you a five-star rating. Oh, hell yeah! download it. Hell I'm going to yes. use the Amazon link. Oh, by all means. I'm going to send it to all my friends and make sure they listen to it. Send it to my family for their long drives. Yes. From, <laughs> from Terry to <laughs> um, Jackson. No, but um, yeah. No, I, maybe I will listen to it. I, I'll listen to it. Give it a give it like five to ten minutes. Yeah, I gotta give it something. Yes, I always listen to it just to be like, well, how did I sound? And yeah, I'm okay with my voice now. I feel like through time, I've like you know gotten on my grown man shit and I know myself more. And I'm like, well, yes. I ain't talking about nothing. That I don't talk about every day anyway. So, but step number two in getting comfortable with the camera is also just angles. Everybody got to learn their angles and be okay with the fact that you know your angle and rock that shit. Um, okay, this is definitely something po- I don't know. All right. Oh, really? I mean, I don't know my angle. I didn't realize that I had an angle. Oh, I don't know your angles either. But but the fact that I have some type of angle, I didn't realize. some that type the- of angle, though. Yeah. Shit, I did not realize this. <laughs> oh, boy. My mind is being blown right yeah. now, honestly. I mean... Yeah, learning angles, I can't, I don't know. That's, like, more of a personal preference. Like, some people, their favorite angle is not the most flattering, but they 
that's what makes them like it's not the most flattering to me but to them that might be their shit and i'm just like i can't hate on that i'm like you know or sometimes the angle that i see for people that i think might be their best they're like why did you take it like this and i'm like oh i thought (laughs) i'm like i thought that was shit definitely gotten that one before yeah oh yeah oh my god trying to take a picture for somebody and you just get it like what the fuck like what what are you trying to do it usually just like it always just comes out like that unless it's with people when people you don't know take the picture then you're just like oh okay thank thanks. you yeah, thanks but no when it's people you know like the immediate is like okay no what are we doing like take it like this <laughs> and that and i get that and i do that because <laughs> i'm like no this isn't or yeah but but when you've angles? been doing this to your degree like you have a certain vision in your head of how literally, you want it to look i'm like like i literally got the iphone in my head i'm like yeah if you take it like this that's how it's going okay and then when I hand them the phone and give it back to me, I'm like, that's not what I thought. <laughs> and sometimes it's just like, you know what? Maybe it's just me. Like, I thought, you know, I was hyping myself up and I really thought I was giving this, but I was really giving that. So we're going to just, we're going to walk away now. Let's go inside. <laughs> it like, can never be you. It's always let's go. Been. Let's go get the table. Let's go to the restaurant. Because I just, <laughs> I really thought, oh, yeah, let's go. Like, are you sure? Yeah. Yep. Uh, no, we're done here. We're done. No, here. it's fine. Um, I'll try again. <laughs> maybe it's just maybe the sunlight is too hot. Okay, let's go sit down. <laughs> well, one of these days, I'll feel it. I'll feel it out. I have faith in you. You know, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. No, uh, you gotta believe in yourself. After those statements, though, you know, just that's like, harsh. Damn. God damn. I'm like, <laughs> shit. Yeah, she might gotta apologize. That was pretty harsh. Ouch. Was just like, I'm sorry, girl. I'm sorry that happened. Hell, you know, that's like one of my worst fears is somebody just like telling me that. I'm just like, damn. I wasn't even like trying to like be anything crazy. It was just like, this is just me here in the public's bathroom. Right. That's it. And you're like, I'm about to go get this sub. Yeah. Get some kombucha or whatever is on sale. Bogos. Actually, actually, yes, this is exactly what I do at Publix. Right. Whatever. Let me see what's on sale. I oh, do the mirror. Let me just stop right here. Real I quick. do try to stay away from the subs nowadays because as an older nigga, I have now developed oh. like shit with my body that doesn't yeah. like bread. Like Damn. Yeah, That's I know. Another it's, fear. It's fucked, man. It's fucked. Bread and dairy. Even though like the only like way i like to consume consume dairy is cheese oh, i've been dairy and since pe- birth sadly yeah. the lactose yeah. intolerance is real Damn. yeah yes. that's like my worst fear i'm like the pasta i'm making today is gonna be parmesan as fuck and yeah i but you I'm don't here. have any lactose problems no oh thank god for you that's, well, yeah that's you enjoy know, that you know, i'm from enjoy that. you know the south and just like soul food like my worst fear is just like not being able to eat fried chicken as much or just mac baked mac and cheese like oh like See, my heart let's not get it twisted <laughs> cornbread like i just can't let it go let's not get it twisted regardless oh i'm like most lactose intolerant people don't they're like i'm lactose but see there's a there's a, like a couple things that will just end it for me sour cream Definitely one of them. So I don't know why, but sour cream will just end me. It'll I just don't you. I don't fuck I can't with that fuck, anyway. I can't so. fuck with it. Raw milk, like just actual milk. I like, don't even fuck with milk. That shit will fuck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, so like, but my problem is with the milk. The main thing that I have problems with is a milkshake because I will fuck up a milkshake. No milkshakes any are good day as fuck. of the week. Oh yeah. my god! But I know I can stay away from those too, though. 
I know as soon as I take that first drink of a milkshake, like <laughs> my next two days are spoken for. That's yeah. it. It's, uh, it's <laughs> not gonna be good. Damn. Yeah, I yeah, know. No. I I if like if that ever were to develop, I'm like I don't Knoxville wish that on you. Do <laughs> um, not, I don't wish that on you. Um, yeah, it would be hard for me to let go like pizza and mac and cheese. Like I'm just like pizza is the hardest one. Pizza is the hardest one for sure. And it's just like especially being. It's like coming up in college and just being a broke young person. Like pizza is just pizza has saved my life so many times, and I just don't know what I would do without her. Like I'm I saying. would probably, I go into like a minor depression for a moment and Honestly, just like really have to take this in. It's funny that you brought up pizza specifically because I have been thinking during this interview what I'm going to make myself to eat after this, and I was at one point I was like, dude, fuck it. Fuck it. I'm just going to order a fucking pizza. Just it's Sunday. Pizza. It's I'm just going to do it. I'm going to eat a whole fucking pizza to myself. I I'm think. literally making spaghetti. I'm like, fuck it. It's going to be so easy. Yes. And I'm like, it's not pizza, but kind of is. I'm like, I had pizza a few days ago, so I, I have can't a, do it. I have a perfectly good big bag of healthy ass quinoa in my my uh, cupboard right Same. now. Same. But, you know. Collecting dust. But I'm just gonna go for that pizza. I think yeah. eat the quinoa later. Let's do the pizza later on in 2020. I'm like, <laughs> I, it doesn't expire soon, so <laughs> yeah, I really I'm need sad. to eat it, eat it now. I got time. I got time. You got hella time. Yeah, I got time. You know, check the watch. We're good, good on time. that shit. <laughs> so, but I will say, like you said, with the south southern aspects, though, there's no way I will ever give up cornbread or fried chicken. No, or any of those things. No, I went and saw my family at the end of. Was it end of August? Yeah. Um, but in Louis we went to Louisiana and my mom cooked. First of all, we had like a craw not crawfish boil, but we had like a seafood night one mm-hmm. night. And the second night was just like soul food and <sighs> literally everything. I was like, damn, I wanna like pack up some of this and put it on the plane, but I know it's not gonna. They're not gonna tolerate that. <laughs> like, but I really need this food to come home with me. I hadn't had my mom's cooking in so long, and it was yeah, it was all the things, fucking chicken, pork. Okay. I don't even eat pork like that. But if my mom makes pork chops, I have to eat it. I'm just like I. It's a wrap. for the culture. Yeah. <laughs> For the culture, I gotta just eat this and mac and cheese, greens, green. It's just everything that my heart needed and was lacking. But yeah, it's like now that I we're just talking about this, I don't know if it's gonna be pizza for me tonight. No, yeah. now it's I'm gonna like, be some soul food shit. Call up a, I'm like, do you know any good soul food joints around here? Um, okay, so I knew one food truck that mm. she, I think she still operates. The truck is called Mama's Fixins. Wow. That just lets you know right off the bat. Like, I'm like, we're talking some fire shit. I'm already, I can tell she puts an elbow into it. She makes this amazing, like, pink pineapple lemonade. Oh, my God. That just sounds like, like, I felt refreshed just hearing that. I'm like, it's not right what she does. It's not right. But it is so right. Sorcery. It's so right. Yes. <laughs> I haven't had I haven't had it in like two or three years. So I think she's still doing it. But she uh I think she mainly operates more on like the east side. Oh, okay. By like UCF and like, uh, well, find Avalon, her. Waterford, stuff like that. Okay, we're I'm gonna find her. Yeah, and I'm I'm looking her up after this actually <laughs> just like, to make sure. Where is she at today? <laughs> but any like local spots, soul food? I'm not too sure. I will say there is a really good fried chicken spot close to here. 
that's not even like what you would expect to be a good fried chicken spot. Where? It's a Mediterranean restaurant what? called Theo's. Never heard of it. Oh, I'm putting you on right now. Oh. I'll spell that. The, uh, it's, it's close to here, too, and you said you live close by. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It's like right off uh, Curry Ford. Oh, damn. Actually, I might know where you're... I've seen the... I know what you're talking about. Yes. By the Winn-Dixie? Yes, yep. exactly. <laughs> I'm like, yes. I know exactly where that is. Wow. Fire. Fire fried that. chicken. Okay. And they, I don't know if you're into this since you're, you're in fried chicken and you're from the South. From the south, being from the south myself, like mm-hmm. the the real south people, we're not talking about Orlando, right? And Miami, area. right? I love Orlando and Miami and Tampa, but we're that's not that's not Bible the Belt country bumpkins. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. They do boxes of gizzards and livers there too. What? I, exactly. Yes. Yeah, I'm like. Yep. Uh huh. Sold gizzards. Uh huh. Fried gizzards, right? Fried gizzards. Okay, are, I'm like, I don't think there's yeah. another way to eat them. Yeah. No. 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 <laughs> I've definitely not had. Gizzards in any other way. Yeah, no. Gizzards are my shit. And granted, it's like very trash of me to eat them, but <laughs> it's like it's just one of those things where like if my mom made it, I'm like, what is this? And it's then you just down. eat it. It's like it's wow. going down. Yep. <sighs> so yeah, Theo's. Theo's. I'm going. Uh-huh. That's prob that's probably what I'm having after this. True. I'm like, I'll definitely check that out this week. Three piece chicken meal. Ooh, buddy. Period. I'm, I'm coming for you, Theo's. <laughs> It's right. A, it's a wrap. Plug. Shameless plug. For real. Now, do you have anything coming up in the future? Like any any new shows? Any um, new mixes on the way? Well, I do have one thing. Um, but nothing much outside of this one thing. Um, I'm speaking. I'm looking for the information right now so I don't mess it up. And it's not I don't think it's like open to the public, but I think it's something really cool to kind of announce but so i'll be speaking at a workshop for oh my god where is the information oh i'm also playing at grumpy's on tuesday night oh word night yeah but i got booked myself and a few friends in soft collective which is just a collective that we're trying to kick off here in orlando queer people of color based and we're just trying to have dance parties in Orlando and just really laving it up. And Which we need more of. Yeah, for sure. Could never have too many, honestly. But we yes. got Grumpy's on this Tuesday night. And I believe we also have it on another Tuesday. I'm like, I have nothing in my notes. I meant to put things in my notes and then I didn't. Oh, we, yeah. We really need a late night dance spot in Orlando, by the way. Really, though? That's... Just like something kind of industrial and just yes. like. A little sweaty, but a spot for you to cool off to cool off in as well. Like, I mean, we're, we're and that's what we're doing with soft. We're trying to like live in Orlando up a bit and I just, just. I just need somewhere to dance to until like six in the morning. You know, that's, that's all I'm all asking. Ask, right, that's I'm tired all I'm of this two a.m. shit. I'm like, and it, it sucks because when I go other places and it's like weird for me to be out past two. I'm like, wow, like, am I washed or is Orlando just washing me? <laughs> um. <laughs> So, yeah, we'll be there Tuesday the 15th and also Tuesday the 29th for a little Halloween Word. shindig. Shouts to Grumpy's. I was there last night for a second. I've never been, so that'll be my first time going and and get to DJ there. So that'll be fun. And I'm doing the Turning Points workshop Friday the 18th. And um, it's basically 
um, in association with Two Spirit Health Services, and my friend Elizabeth got me booked for that. But I'll just basically be speaking to some um, LGBT youth folks and allies who are just trying to explore the relationship between mental wellness and also discover new art avenues. So I get to like talk about my journey as a creative and how it relates to my mental health and keeping that intact and just also a slight demonstration as well. So that's that'll be up. cool. And that's this Friday. Um, that sounds so I'm dope. For that. Yeah. that sounds very dope. I'm like, that's different for me. I don't be speaking and shit. I'm like, here I am today. And I was gonna say this is like a good. This is like a good runner a good, up to yeah, that. Yeah, it's then. a good practice run. I think I did okay. Yep. Oh yeah. No, <laughs> I think you did perfectly fine. Cool. Perfectly fine. Cool. And you're but gonna smash it. that shit on Friday too. Yeah. Hell's yeah. It's. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I like different things to challenge me and just kind of take me out of the zone of. Just being so used to just going, playing a gig, and going home. But um, and on some real shit too. That sounds incredibly positive as well because the need to talk about mental health in the states nowadays is. I mean, that's honestly in my book probably topic number one that needs to be at yeah. the forefront of everybody's mind, and especially as creatives, because our brains are just like I wouldn't say fucked up, but definitely unique yeah <laughs> and oh yeah just things are always like turning and ideas and um yeah the creative mind is a kind of a scary but interesting place so i'm excited to just it's also like giving me the opportunity with preparing for it just to kind of see how my mental state and where i am does like affect how i create or how i go about my gigs and shows so it's almost forcing you to like self-evaluate as well yeah but i do that all the time anyway so true very true i just have to like look at it now in the light of how do i go in and do this and not sound like a maniac because i'm like sometimes (laughs) it's just like it gets dark up there sometimes but um yeah that's what i have right now i don't really have anything else some things in the work and i'm just waiting to hear from but um that's like confirmed things that i can talk about today most definitely i wish there were more hopefully there will be more after today <laughs> Bet that. that's what's up though shouts out to you for that because that's a i feel like that's a very dope thing to be a part of yeah i'm excited shout out to elizabeth because she's also the one who booked me for my first gig in new york last year which was also pretty fucking amazing i was gonna say like being able to play in new york like that's just gotta be right that's just that's a vibe right there that's right. a whole vibe Blew me out and paid me. I was like, I just, she's, she's amazing. So I'm excited to do this talk on Friday. She's always pushing me to do some things that I'm just not used to um, doing and giving me some new opportunities. So love her for that. I love New York so much and it's been a while since I've been back. Same. I mean, I was there in June, but I feel like just going to New York, I can never go there enough because there's always like something different happening. I didn't when I'm go there. this year and I'm I'm very sad about that. Damn. I, I only know. went once. Usually I can make like two trips a year, but this year only one time. But I'll be back soon, I'm sure. I feel that. And at least this time this year it was for a gig, so that's always good. <laughs> True. I've definitely made other trips this year in place of going to New York. London, you know. You went to fucking London. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm like, slight flex, so. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It was a a good time, you know. 
But it's just like New York is just like every time I go, every time I go, I just have this, I don't know, this creative resurgence of like, yeah, I didn't really, I mean, so much energy there. Yeah, I definitely like, I feel like this past trip I did a lot more. I didn't really have that resurgence because I came back broke as fuck, but Uh, (laughs) I definitely, (laughs) yeah, I definitely got to do, I just felt like I did it different than my previous trips because I was just in Brooklyn the whole time and I didn't feel the need to have to like, of course, my first couple trips to New York, I was definitely like, let me go Manhattan, Times Square, let me see all these things, but this time I just got to like be a little bit more chill and get to hang out with friends that I have there and I got to work and network while I was there. It was just overall like a good experience and obviously I got inspired, but by the time I got back and was broke, I was like, Well, I gotta get to work. <laughs> I'm like, I gotta fucking work. I gotta make this money back. Feel that shit. Yeah. That's definitely me after the London trip. Yeah. For sure. But it's always worth it. Damn right. Damn right. <laughs> you deserve I have many realizations in London. Like <laughs> I yourself. should like I should move to Europe. Like that that realization right there. I mean Potentially. Potentially. Or Asia. Oof. Or Africa, Either really, one. just anywhere that's all not in them. the states. Yeah, you know. Right. Like, I'm like, honestly, do all of them. <laughs> I'm just trying to globe trot. Yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, that's the main reason why I still live in the South is because you know it's much cheaper here for the most part. That's, that's real. Even though Orlando's shitting on me right now. Same, <laughs> especially oh, Central damn. Orlando. Like, come on. I'm I just like, <laughs> I just want to live downtown and be close to shit. Right. Same. Pay a decent amount. You Thankfully, know? my spot is like it's like borderline a little too much, but I'm also like okay, it's it's worth the price. I used to live on the east side, so anything is better than living on the east side. <sighs> it's like a whole nother world out it's, there. Like even being painful. out there, I'm like, oh my god, like it's just, painful. I have PTSD every time I go that way. I'm like, I'm right there with you, <laughs> screaming the whole Any- way. Like, Anytime somebody I know that still lives over there invites me over there to do something, you it's know, just like all the memories flash. You're like, oh no, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> flashbacks. Yeah, and, I'm just and like, I was so much younger too, so that's where it's just also like it's almost as if like it's like thinking about when you remember the fact that you just did your high school reunion. But that's how I feel like when I think about that, I just think about high school. I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, that was a thing. I went to high school. Shit, I felt like when I moved over here to the milk district i just had this awakening like uh i felt like i was a zombie for six years on the east side mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden i just snapped out I'm of like, it oh my god i was like wow like i can go downtown and like i was under this hypnosis for six years i can go downtown and then home is right there yep and yep. i can go to a bar and there won't be a bunch of college students and yep my like feet that. won't stick to the floor when i walk into the bar and it uh, won't smell like a combination of piss, throw up, and yeah. <laughs> and stale beer. It's just a different culture, which is weird because it's only a fifteen minute difference or fifteen twenty minute difference mm-hmm. from here to the east side, but it makes a difference. It was just funny for me because I spent all my time hanging out with people on this side of town when I was yeah. living over there. Like I didn't go to any of those bars or anything. No, I didn't either. And it's just like. I don't know why it took me so long to. I mean, it's just so cheap. It's so cheap. Like it is. I had really cheap housing when I was there. Same. I think I was paying like six or seven hundred. I mean, granted, I was doing like that student housing thing. So oh, okay. That's different, but I was paying less than that. 
What? Yeah, I was. I mean, I, I was. It was like that. Damn. I was in the hood, though. Oh. I was definitely in the hood. Yeah, but I'm I moved like, from the hood to the hood. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like. Yeah. Um. I mean, I definitely paid that amount, and then when I moved over here, I forgot. My old place on Curry Ford was fucking nice because I used to pay. I think I used to pay like four seventy. That's chill. And it was on Curry Ford and that's not bad. Lake Underhill. You still, yeah, you close right to everything. Right off the 408, like, that was a fucking moment. I think I took it for granted because, like, Damn. once my landlord got rid of the place, I was like, why? That sounds, like, so nice to me right now, honestly. Right. I, I love the Milk District, but just that idea of being able to pay that amount and still be close to everything. because no, it was still close. Like, I pass that place all the time, and I just look, and I'm like, you are. Like, <laughs> I dream of you at night. I dream, literally. That was my favorite <laughs> I love my place now because it's a house, but that was like a little condo, and I loved that place. Was it has a special place in my heart? It was a vibe. It was a vibe, and you know, just gotta grow and move on. And (laughs) I have done that now. I love my place in the Milk District, though. I didn't know you were in the milk. That's what's up. I'm in the milk. Am am I in the milk? I'm in the milk. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about where specifically after the yeah, show. Yeah, I'm like, I'm we not going to tell people where I live. We don't need to let these people I'm know. I'm like, I'm nah. on, blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. Nah. <laughs> See, through. it's actually funny, and I'm, you know, I'm shooting myself in the foot saying this. When I was talking about the, the disclaimer I have, you know, before the show, yeah. and I said how, I've, you know, that rule has come back to bite me in the ass also. <laughs> if you look, people at home, if you search through every single episode, <laughs> one of those episodes one of my friends came in here and was very drunk and was a very big dickhead and announced my address Damn. on the podcast. Yeah, I know. I know. Damn. Was, those were savage, but, brutal days. I mean, the fact that you still didn't add it, edit it out, that's like... I'm a real OG for real that. Authentic, authenticity right here. I'm a real OG for that, but I'm also <laughs> a real dumb OG for that. So, yeah, I feel know. like I would have like cropped that out. Easily could have edited it out. Like You would have just heard the episode nope. and it just would have skipped. No like, one would have known. Huh? No one would have been the wiser, probably. I probably right, could have so probably could have done some studio magic to make it. Two hundred eighty-three episodes. <laughs> um, That's what I'm one saying. One of those. Got you want to pull up? You got a ways to go. You got a ways right. to go to find that one. Good luck with that one. Yeah, <laughs> for real. But yeah, so we're not gonna we're not gonna out you. I won't. No. Shouts out Melt District though. Yeah, that's cute. I love it here. Damn right. It's so chill and quiet. Indeed. Besides the homeless man who yells. At like three in the morning near my house, but it's okay. It might be the same homeless man that I've seen walking around. Yeah, probably. Um, I don't know what he looks like, but he'd be yelling, and I'm just like, you know what? There's one homeless dude that he was walking up to the house like every few days and just banging on the door. But he wouldn't stay. He would come up and bang on the door for like five seconds, really fucking loud and hard, and then he just walks away right afterwards. That's kind of scary. I know. I was just <laughs> like, man, what the fuck is happening That's right like now? Some shit. Like, what is going on? It's like killer vibes. I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying. I also saw somebody, uh, excuse me, riding a bicycle and uh, holding a stolen lawnmower and riding it down the, yeah, like wheeling the lawnmower behind them as they were oh, riding damn. the bike down the street. That's innovative. I was just That's like, all some, right. Yeah, that's dedication. That's but I'm like, shit. what are you going to, like, 
How does that? E- I don't even know how that works. It was perfect for my Instagram story because that's the type of shit that I put on my story. Yeah. And he pedaled away too fast for me Damn. to be able to capture. That's him. the worst. Like trying to open Instagram and get to the story. I'm saying. And you're like, I'm on that 6S life too. So, you know, my fault. Fo- oh, the look that I just got. Oh. Uh, I think someone is judging right Damn. now. No, I'm not judging. Someone I was ju- looking at the, um, <laughs> the soccer balls right here. <laughs> No, the, the look that I just floor, got, people at home. Got my oh attention. man, wow! You so know, I, okay. <laughs> He's trying. I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> you gotta lay it on me. You gotta, you know, iPhones aren't that expensive anymore. Like, especially like if you get a seven or eight. But I can call and text people though. That's true it too. Still works. I mean, it a phone works. is a phone. A phone is a phone. And but I can I'm look at Instagram, like, just not as quickly true. as other people. Yeah, I'm like, the only the only reason why I judge is because I just, you must have a patience level that is outstanding. I, honestly, if we're really getting down to the meat and potatoes of this, I am boycotting that fucking lightning cable. I do not want to switch over. I do not want to do it whatsoever. Oh, I don't. So- to the new one? I want to be able to charge my shit and have oh, an auxiliary in at the same true. time. true. I've forgotten. I was like, what do you mean the lightning cable? I'm like, I'm so used to not having. My personal car doesn't have Bluetooth in it. It's like a, it's a 2002. True. So I'm no. not, I'm not trying to, to take that out. I feel it. That's honestly a valid reason to not upgrade. But same. honestly, I got used to it. <laughs> I was like, damn, I miss it. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I'm like, damn, it would be nice to be able to charge and listen to headphones but it's really rare that i need to do that anyway so i'm like it got easy really fast but the only thing it's also a valid reason to the only thing stopping me is my personal vehicle it's because my work truck i got bluetooth in it my headphones are bluetooth well my noise canceling headphones are bluetooth when i'm at work i just i just wear regular earbuds oh shit when you lit anyway you got noise canceling headphones and shit you you make you make it work so i'd be asleep on planes whoo buddy i'd be sleeping that's the best way to be i still got the little earpods not even the airpods the earpods sorry um with the cords oh but yeah me too it's me okay too. they still work i'm Damn just right. like you i'm like the shit does what it needs to do i'm not gonna break the pockets just yet for the airpods but one day how much are airpods nowadays they gotta be a couple hundred. That's a bit much. Yeah, that's a bit much to just listen to shit. I'm like, I don't even use my earphones that much. Only when I'm riding a bike and forgetting to lock it is when I'm really <laughs> using headphones. But um, the outside of that, in the gym. But even then, I use my headphones, headphones when I'm DJing. So, and I have those. So that's the investment i'm like anything that i'm gonna like invest into right now is gonna be you know profitable so something to better myself yeah Yeah. i'm like i need good headphones to dj so i can make money and be more comfortable while i'm making this money so i'm like airpods are not gonna do shit for me no but make me look like you know hey i got them <laughs> exactly. Yeah, right. I feel like it's just more of a social like, flex huh? than anything. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, literally that. But also, if you got it, get them. I'm like, I ain't got it, so I ain't gonna get them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. My I sister mean, got me an Apple Watch, though. I thought that was cool. I didn't think that's I needed. Pretty fire. Yeah, I'm like, she got it for me. That was a Christmas gift, and I never even really thought I didn't even wear a watch. But now I'm like, I'm obsessed with this thing. Now you can't have, you can't go without it. I can't not at all i remember i left the watch i used to date someone in miami and i left it at his house and 
it was like a whole. I was like, send me. My, I need my watch overnight. Like, that shit. I, <laughs> I need it. Express shit ASAP. Like I was like, damn. Yeah, that was one moment where I was just like, okay, maybe I am obsessed with this thing. Because when I first <laughs> got it, I used to forget I had it. I didn't wear it. I would forget to wear it. I'd be like, what do I do with this thing? But now it's like, it's a shit. I do recommend an Apple Watch if you got it, but it's not. It's literally there's other watches like an Apple Watch too that you can get, and True it that. does the same thing. I have no Apple Watch. It's okay. I used to wear a watch. I just uh, I scratched up the surface of it a lot. Sometimes so. I bump this on the wall, and I'm like, um, I don't know what the like, the life of the Apple Watch can be. It's pretty, um, because my job is like fairly new, so we still have like cement in some areas, like just cement posts or whatever. So sometimes it'll just go, and I'm like, oh shit. I feel that. That's what I'm saying. It's, like, just with my basic ass little fifty dollar watch I was wearing, I hit that shit on everything. No, I was like, like, man, like, how do people with like Rolexes wear shit like that? Right. I yeah. I'm like, it's been less than a year, but she's still holding up and run it up. I'm like, <laughs> knocks on wood again. I'm holding like, strong. Yeah, right. <laughs> at this point, with the way that my karma hit me today, I gotta really. Got to take it a take it a day at a time. Gotta take it easy with the <laughs> things that I'm saying now. Baby steps, baby, baby steps. steps. Yes, <laughs> indeed. Uh, so at this point in the show, I feel like we should probably get in the heat of the week because we have been talking for close to two hours. Damn, it's ha- it happens quickly, right? Damn, I really Which, thought this was gonna be like an hour. Did you even <laughs> think that it, that we were at two hours? No. It kind of. I didn't look at the time until now, but I didn't even. I forgot when we started. Damn, two hours. Okay. It happens like that. It happens. What's like your that. longest episode? I think the longest was like three, three and a half hours. But oh, I, okay. I think it was, I think it was an episode that had like a bunch of different segments in it. Mm. Because sometimes I do episodes from Damn, like live I didn't events. No, you had segments. All right. Oh no 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 no! I mean like from like uh, from like live events. Oh okay. Yeah. Whenever I go there, uh, instead of having like one long episode, I usually do like. 10 to 20 minute little segments with random people that are at the events. Okay. So I just have, yeah, I have different people come in, sit in, you know, and then, you know, it gives like a different, like a whole vibe of how the event was and who was there. Yeah. yeah. And those ones are usually way more fucking turned. Like this is calm. This is very calm. Yeah. Damn. Two hours of me. The live events are usually (laughs) a lot of drinking and a lot of yelling and a lot of obscene, Things a lot of talk about ass eating lately. That's that's definitely been a thing, a recurring subject on the show. Damn, a lot of ass eating. Um, you know, which is something I've I've been bringing up lately. Also, I feel like there's a, a weird stigma around the term rim job. Like you can say <laughs> you can say ass eating all day and it's cool. Yeah, but if you say rim job, then somebody's like, ew, that sounds gross. It's the exact same Not thing. Not that it sounds gross. Um. It's the same think, thing. Yeah, I'm like, I just feel like when I hear rim job, I just think like Pornhub category. That's true. <laughs> Versus just like, because obviously the Pornhub category is not ass eating. Oh, I bet if I go on a Pornhub now, I bet there will be a category. Maybe they do have eating. the category. I'm like, it's 2019. It's they such should. a popular phrase nowadays. It, That's it there true. has to be. Um, I'm not against rim job. I just don't say it. I'm like, I know that's what it is. I definitely don't say it either. Yeah, I feel like it's one of those things where, like, you just don't say it, but you know <laughs> what it is. But it, I don't think it makes it sound, like, gross. I just feel like maybe it, like, structures it a little bit. It's like <laughs> rim job. Like really, blow job. Like, 
Nobody says, oh, she gave me a blowjob. Like, most people just say, she's he sucked my dick. She sucked my dick, whatever. But, um, yeah, I don't think it makes it sound like, oh, my God, like, ew. But if someone <laughs> said that to me, I would just, and, like, expected me to be turned on by it, I would be like, nope. Yeah, no. It's not the wave. No, definitely not. No. Yeah. I just feel like that's more of, like, a sci- not scientific, <laughs> but scientific term. <laughs> Uh, I'm glad we ended with that. Uh, so let me get into the heat of the week real fast. Oh, I thought that was the heat. Okay. Oh no. <laughs> no, no. Sad. I mean, it's it could be. It could be. We're gonna sure. do the heat of the week real fast, and we're gonna let everybody go on about their Sundays and have a lovely day and whatnot. Let's go on and do this shit. Yes. You're about to hear the trap house heat of the week. Heat of the week. You already know what it is. Shouts out to King Carlo on the beat, as always. Love that man. Love that man. <laughs> we got a little hip-hop heavy heat of the week this week. Uh, I will switch it up for a second in between there in the middle, you know, just to, to get a little little something-something else. But, you know, we got some local, some local nonsense. First up, homie of the show, Trap House alumnus. We got the homie Donnie Blanks in this bitch with a new single, Name of the song is called Menace. Oh, you can feel free to comment or say anything you'd like during or, you know, whatever. Cool. You know, feel free to feel free to do you. Okay. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, judge it or not judge it, you know? You can just comment on whether the sky is blue or not. (laughs) Well, true. (laughs) Anyways, this is Donnie Blanks. Name of the song is Menace. DJ Flair, make the money flare. Yo, hop up in a five point O like Kane. Bitch, I be a menace when I skirt off in a lane. Y'all three Zans and I walk up in a lane. Keep a nina in a front seat, that's my babe. Hop up in a five point O like Kane. Bitch, I be a menace when I skirt off in a lane. Hop three Zans and I walk up in a lane. Keep a nina in a front seat, that's my babe. Man, I swear to God, I'm going back to my way. Move to the side, little boy, you a stain. Don't want that smoke, best to stay in your lane. Burn you like Badwood, don't fuck with no gang. Shit, we used to be broke, but we glowed up. Caught me some drop and I pull up. Can't drink this too fast, I might throw up. Tell my dogs from the swamp, we gon' blow up. Where my wrist cut the motherfucking stove on. Stove all my bitch a perkin bag, get some shell toes. Shout to Donnie last night, cause I was uh, having some drinks with him at the event we were at last night where I got a little too turnt. A little too turnt. <laughs> <laughs> he took an a uh, he took an offending video of myself and Beta last night. We were both wearing green Adidas. He was just like, "Yo, look at this roommate love right now." <laughs> I was gonna say that's some real roommate shit. <laughs> I know, oh man, like god damn it, I didn't even mean to. Like, uh, shit happens. I rolled up and I seen him in the in the green Adidas and I was like, "Oh boy, this is about to be a thing." Yeah, like, I know. I know someone's gonna make a comment. So shouts out to Donnie. Shouts out to Donnie for being that person. <laughs> Love you, buddy. Yeah, name of the song is Menace. It's Donnie Blanks. You already know. Next up, Heat of the Week. We got one of my old Pensacola homies, actually. Now that we were since we were talking about it on this episode. Word. You already know. Got the uh the homie Bam Marzelli, producer on the beat, featuring his homie TG. Name of the song is Hustle the Game. 
Bam Mar- Bam Marzelli out there just fucking shit up on these beats, man. Fucking shit up. Shouts to him. Everything. Everything. I like this because it really makes me feel like I'm I'm back in the South Lake. No, I can hear that. So I grew up on Jeezy and that shit also, so it's like. Low key, I'm definitely getting like self motivation. Yes. Some you should know. You gon' suffer some pain. Struggle for show. Get you some change, hustle nigga, run it up. But when you get it, I mean and you niggas put it up. If you up in this game, some you should know. You gon' suffer some pain. Struggle for show. You gon' get you some change, hustle nigga, run it up. But when you get it, I mean and you niggas put it up. I promise I'm surviving on this one. Got my rent paid, plus a couple thousand for Christmas. I don't believe in it, but I can't deprive them kids when I'm get shit. I'ma get to them as long as they growing. I'ma keep showing, baby, surviving this middle. Some like divine intervention. Move around in that kitchen. Mama smart, the first thing she taught was to throw out the chicken. Who would have known I would listen? I like me some Southern draw in my hip hop. I like that, uh. I like yeah, yeah, yeah. I need that shit in my life. True that. I need some shit I can relate to. I can't really relate to like, having a lot of money sometimes. So, man, talk about something. <laughs> I can relate to eating some soul food, though. Right? Shout out to that. I can relate to like sitting on my couch, high as fuck, playing PlayStation. I do. I do that a lot. Yes. I agree. I can also, yeah, the soul for reference definitely gave me life. I'm here for it. <laughs> I don't have any, like, I don't have anybody, you know, talking to me about also, like, raving and partying till 7 or 8 in the morning. That's a, a major part of my life that I right. need to be addressed. True that. I mean, yeah, that's true. I'm like, I don't really hear that. We talk about it in the UK a lot, like in yeah. grime and shit. True. Not in the States. Not in the States. Yet. And like exactly. an idea. Here y'all go. This It'll is happen. like free material right here. It'll happen. The people want it. But yeah, shouts out to TG, shouts out to Bam Marzelli. Name of the song is called Hustle the Game. And this is where I switch it up really fast. Since we were just talking about the raving till six or seven in the morning. Yes. Yes indeed. Mall Grab and Skin on Skin just released a new little EP together. What? And the shit is fire. Fire. Name of the song we're listening to today is called "Got Me Fucked Up." Yes, and it's I'm like I'm being put on right now. This is by Skin on Skin, so this this shit is fire. This this, sh- this whole shit is fire. I'm Just, sure. Good stuff. Good stuff. I'm downloading right now. <laughs> This is the shit I live for. I'm like, this is like an anthem already. Yes. Ten seconds in. Yes. <laughs> Relatable content. <laughs> oh yeah, this is me on a daily basis. Yeah. Motherfuckers do got me fucked up. Simple as that. Oh. Daily mantra. We're going heavy. Ooh, the heavy. Is this the regular version or is this the Mall Grab? This remix? is the regular version. Okay. Mall Grab remix is fire, also. I'm sure it is. This is some good running music. Yes, it is. Either morning or a night run. Either I was one. I was doing pull ups to this this morning actually. It's like shit. Oh my god. Go. Go. She did not fucking lie. <laughs> I actually was doing pull ups to your mixes as well this morning. 
Shit, which one? I can't remember because I listened to quite a few. Oh shit, cool. I'm like, if they're still available on my SoundCloud, it means that I actually like them. So ah, <laughs> this makes sense. I'm like, I definitely have some where like they're hidden because I'm like, mm, nah, this isn't really the look for the brand right now. But <laughs> no, yeah, there's some good ones on there. It happened, but you know, we're just gonna dust that off. Act like it didn't happen. Yeah, I was yeah. feeling it that moment I uploaded it, but now it's not. Didn't stand the test of time. So yeah, Pete, this EP, EP's called Strangers. Only three tracks. Strangers got me fucked up, and then the Mallgrab remix that got me fucked up. Shit's fire. Taste. Anything that Mallgrab is supporting, too, I fuck with, because yeah. it's just like that. Oh, man. And he skates, too. Wow. I didn't know that. Well, uh-huh. I'm not surprised, though. Yes. <laughs> yes. He- I'm sad. I went to Three Points this year, and I think I missed his set. I was there. Oh, yeah. I was at Three Points. I was at oh, Mallgrab. Damn. It's just, there's just... That's the problem. I mean... We're talking about three points. Yeah. Like the festival that consistently, in my opinion, has the best lineup anywhere in the States. Yeah, I'm every starting year. to say for next year because, yeah, this year was wild. Ridiculous. I did get to see Yeezy, though. I was there. That was Oh, my God. Insane. Potentially my favorite show of the weekend. Cool. I'm, like, I'm glad I got to see that. Even though I only caught the tail end of it, like I got to see her do... Um, Rain Girl. Rain Girl, and, yes. And um, I think, what was that other song? I forgot the name of it. But Not Passion Fruit? No. I, I, I got to see her do Passion I Fruit. I didn't get to see Passion Fruit. Um, whatever song that she put out most recently, I did get to see her do that one. Um, oh, I know which song you're talking about, yes. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know why I don't know the title right now, but she killed it. I actually missed the first, I think, the third of it. Because apparently I got there right when the uh, the pace picked picked up, I guess. Because mm-hmm. they told me, like, at the very start, she was doing just a lot of, like, ambient stuff. Like, oh, okay. ambient noise type music. And I was like, damn, I kind of missed that. Like, I missed yeah. the I missed the build up into, yeah, like, I would the, love to hear the build up. Into the dance, like, yeah. Wow. Damn. I know. Been. I know. It's okay. Yeah, it is I'll what it is. I'll see her again. But no, I mean, that it's, weekend was insane. It, yeah, exactly. It's not like you didn't see good music that weekend no, i saw a ton of good people it was impossible playing. to not to I saw erica by fucking do so <laughs> like james blake like just to name a few masego um mm-hmm. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. it was a bomb uh fucking asap rocky wow like oh yeah just i yeah I'm, the lineup this year or next year i'm sure is gonna be insane oh yeah it's, get my coins together it's now. just ridiculous every year ridiculous yeah. every year uh, last but not least, heat of the week. Very last thing, and we can get the f on out of here. I am hitting you guys with some hard hitting, hard hitting cocaine raps for to wrap this up this episode. Yeah. You know, just some heavy street shit. Uh, Smoke Dizza, Benny the Butcher are apparently releasing a new EP with Pete Rock, the legend himself. Wow. It makes sense because Benny the Butcher just had Smoke Dizza with him on tour, and. Uh, I'm sad. I got a bone to pick with you, High Frequency, because, God damn it, I missed Benny the Butcher that night here in Orlando. This, this girl got drunk as hell. Drunk as hell and needed someone to take care of her. Damn. It is what it is. It's all right. It is what it is. I'd much, like rather hel- I'd much rather help my friend than... Yeah. I know High Frequency. I've met her. She's from Tampa, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, she's originally from New York, but oh, lives okay. in Tampa, yeah. Okay. Yep, yep. Yeah, take care of her. She's sweet. Yeah, that's the homie. I'm like, Got I'm to. Sorry you missed, <laughs> I'm sorry you missed the show, but... I've already, I've already you know, <laughs> chewed her ear off for that one. Yeah. She's already heard it. Yeah, it ain't nothing. It's okay. Yes. So, name of the song is effectively titled Drug Rap. 
No, right to the point there. Okay, let's get into it. <laughs> Told Trey he should cut his ass. Yeah. Uh, stay on point, hope you cover your hand I don't question the unknown, it was all in the plants Niggas' morals be fucked up, they blaming his ants You told on a nigga, who told on a nigga, who told on your mans Whole lot of finger pointing, bunch of Uncle Sam's For you niggas and you couldn't cop a hundred grams My man had the butter tan Back in the happy days, packing the varsity to Richie Cuttingham I hear the gossip if puddles could kill I keep it classy, they don't want my rebuttals for real You know the kid got time and it reach pine and Beat. Break this whole box down, make sure all of us see You a scumbag, lining your peeps, lying the leaf Four sillas in a spot, we ain't been shopping in weeks Your pop's still a buster, he just cop on the sneak Report it, live from the streets, flies can be Yeah Thank God for drug rap Met a new transport to bring the bud back Got it covered from all angles My pet peeve is all singles Thank God for drug rap People like that. This comes back to what we were talking about before, though. I wish I could, uh, you know, wish I could relate to. Yeah, can't really relate, but I hear you out. And the beat's hard as shit, so you know. I do like the beat a lot. Pete that's Rock, like a, yeah, and fucking Pete Rock, yeah, that's pretty iconic. Legend, yeah. Oh yeah, that's a, that's a legend and a half right there. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. So yes, Benny the Butcher, Smoke Dizza, new EP on the way. Be on the lookout for that. I'm pretty sure the EP is called Drug Rap, also. So there's that. Well, we know what it's going to be about. Yes, indeed. Yes, it's just a lot of the, you know, a lot of that stuff. Drugs and rap. A lot of that stuff. <laughs> so with that being said, I think uh, I think I'm done for the day, my friend. Same. I think I've uh, wasted enough of your time today. <laughs> <laughs> Not wasted the time, yeah. but no, we did it. We, we did, did it. do it. We did do it. Two hand clap right now. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> Thank you for coming through, though. I, I appreciate it highly. Yeah, thanks for having me. This was pretty cool. My first podcast debut, so it was great. I'm glad two you hour conversation. Can't believe it happened. I'm glad you enjoyed yourself. It didn't even seem like two hours. No, felt like one and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. Please, one more last time, shout out uh, your social media and where people can find your content. Um, yes. So Instagram, Twitter. What's the other one? SoundCloud. SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah. Um, all of them are C A B Y U S. And I go by Gay Z, but you can call me Cabias. That is my name. Um, but yeah, that's where you can find me. Yes, indeed. You can find me personally on Twitter at The Steez Trap and on Instagram at The Steez Trap. And with all that good shit aside, we are out for today. Thank you guys for listening. As always, much appreciated. Take care of each other. Much peace and love.